2: Hey, look! It's a giant pile of stupidity! Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone!
3: Big Husky Kiss! Rachel Ray
4: comes out and says, make sure to sprinkle some EVOO. Extra virgin <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> it's fine. Just say EVOO. I wouldn't have known what that is. EVOO. Get some EVOO. EVO. Put it with your whipping cream and your EVOO and hey, make you some mac and cheese. I bought me some stuff on the Zahn.
2: <laughs> Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Liana Ray on traffic.
1: How the f*** did I end up here? And a
2: plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay
1: me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gas. Re-racket.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Time to penetrate your ear hole. Ew. This is Man and Bone.
4: <laughs> Happy Monday. Welcome in. Bone is vacationing this week. So I said to myself, who can I get <laughs> to fill in for Bone? Lots of criteria that I needed. Uh, first and foremost. I wanted the person to have a vagina. Ding. Well, there's only so many people that I know. (laughs) Jen Winters came to mind. Hey. She's here today. All week. Oh, crap. All week.
6: If I get a hysterectomy, is that okay?
4: Well, they're not taking your vagina away. That's
6: true. That's true.
4: I encourage hysterectomies.
6: I do, too.
4: We need to stop breeding
6: <laughs> we really in, do. in this country. There are a lot of people who, who should never have I'm
4: have glad you're bred. here. Thank you. What are we doing today?
6: Uh, talking about a lot of stuff. Well,
4: I'm leaving it up to you. I have no plan.
6: Oh, I love it.
4: You can check the burner phone.
6: I can't wait to check the burner you know, phone. You know, actually, be polite
4: when you text today because Jen's going to look at the phone.
6: Don't be polite when you text today. No, don't
4: send the veiny Vevelainen pictures today. I sent
6: you guys an old school uh, dong pic last week. Yes, you did. I did. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing, it's the eight couple of equal signs and a capital D.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can it text works. the burner phone, 614-787-3093. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is 434 today. Jason's beefy. At 5.34. You, you're very excited to talk to Jason I,
6: today. I am. I mean, it's opening week. I know we, we went through the pomp and circumstance last Thursday and Friday and whatever. But honestly, I want to pay him to call me at night as I go to bed and just tell me baseball stories so I can go to bed. And well, I can have do a, that for you. No, not you. Um, I know I would, a lot of baseball stories. I understand that, but you don't have the knowledge of uh, know. Jason Stark, who is a Hall of Famer.
4: Well all right
6: sorry I, I i would want you to call and tell me about First your favorite all, meals you've ever eaten I,
4: I am a hall of famer i oh you are I'm, I'm in my high school's hall of fame for real for real that's awesome <laughs> i'm in my high school's hall of fame yeah the ceremony there was a ceremony shut up <laughs> the ceremony was march of 2020 i declined it was oh, it was right before like for real that yeah, was for going real. to happen it was right before the world everybody shut down and no way and they said well we will reschedule it to a later date they have never rescheduled it no i was going to make a speech and everything
6: see this is really crappy because in april of 2020 it was going to be man and bone fest yeah so we could have learned all about the hall of fame. the hall of fame yeah Oh, I'm really, really sad. You know what I would like to do sometime this week? Maybe Wild Card Wednesday? I want you to make your speech. So you've got a day and a half to come up with your speech, and you need to...
4: Now, that's a a challenge.
6: No, I don't think it's a challenge, (laughs) because I know you, and I know... You you, want a genuine speech or you want like a... You can walk a fine line between straight up sarcasm and being genuine. And I really, I think that the listeners of the show want to hear your Hall of Fame speech.
4: All right. I think if I make a speech though, Mm -hmm. I have to have somebody induct me. Oh. They also have to make a speech.
6: You know who I would love to do that for you? Paul
4: Keels. Uh... I can't ask Paul to do that.
6: I'll go ask him. He knows that I'm Jen, and he knows me, and I think he's my
4: buddy. Well, I've worked with Paul for for twenty years, but I need someone who knows me back when I was banging Ted. Again, I've known Ted for twenty years. Yeah. But, but but yeah, not when he was banging. I, I mean, mean, that was before. If I'm he going met into him. the high school hall of fame, don't, about, don't I have to have a high jo, school what about friend? Joe, oh, Tardy. Joe Tardy. I
6: was going to say what about <laughs> Joe Tardy? <gasps> yes, the listening public won't do needs it. to hear Joe, Joe Tardy, He's
4: very shy. He won't do it.
6: Well, it's not like he's going to see anybody. He's talking on the phone. Doesn't matter.
4: Let me tell you a little story about Joe Tardy. Okay. Who's probably listening right now. He is the unofficial fact checker. Yes, he is. Of this show. <laughs> I met, I didn't meet Joe when I was in high school. I actually met Joe. Really? When I was 18. Okay. So I had graduated high school. And Joe and I were taking radio classes together. Oh. At Columbia College, Chicago. Okay. Now, Joe Tardy was smart, and he graduated. I was not, and I didn't. But I we had a student radio station Okay. There. And I had my show. Yeah. Right? Can you imagine what that sounded like? Oh, I'm sure it was fantastic. Like, 18, hey, everybody. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. Hey, okay. so, so Joe Tardy was on my show. There was also a female member of the show uh-huh. uh, whose name I have forgotten. That's how long ago that, it is. I
6: mean, that's just women in sports. Am Christi- I right?
4: Is it Christina? Christine? Joe's going to know. He's going to text me in a second. Anyway. So it's me on the show, it's Joe Tardy, and it's... Lady in red. The the vagine. (laughs) The vagine. She's there. So you know how we we are? We we tease each other, we Mm -hmm. poke fun at each other. It's radio shtick. I can't remember what we were doing, but I remember that Christine, or whatever her name was, was poking fun at Joe Tardy. Oh no. It was all in good radio fun, right? Yeah. But for some reason, Joe forgot where he was. Went into a blind rage, no, and told her to f off. Oh God! On the air, no, he used the, r- the real. So were you really like
6: FCC airwaves? Oh yeah, sure. Oh, Good we- lord, absolutely. And there was no dump but button this, or no, anything. this was student
4: radio, so we oh, went yikes. on delay, but we're still we're still beholden to all the FCC absolutely rules that everybody else are. is. Yeah. So the look on my face was, <laughs> well, that's it for me. Oh, oh, good lord, my career's over before it even starts. So what happened? What happened was Joe Tardy had to leave the show. Oh. But we remained best friends. So he doesn't
6: do anything in radio? He does not. uh, At all.
4: He's too smart for it. Wow. Too good for it.
6: Oh, Joe Tardy. But no, he should really induct you.
4: I remember another thing with Joe Tardy. We had a a class, I think it was like a history class. And the teacher, whose name I've forgotten, but we named her Big Irish. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because she was a large woman and she looked. Irish. Irish. I don't know if she was Irish. She had red hair, looked Irish. And she was very nice except she had like a little trigger switch. Oh God. And if you got on her bad side, she would go off on you. No. And we called that giving someone the big Irish.
5: I love that.
4: So it it was big Irish giving you the big Irish. And so Joe Tardy was having a little stretch where he was the nickname is because Joe is Tardy.
5: Oh. where
4: he was late to class. So his lot.
5: name
6: is not really Tardy? No. Oh, wow. Joe Tardy
4: is in Joe is late.
5: <laughs> I love that.
4: When What time is Joe supposed to be here? I don't know. I don't know. But he's going to be late. That's where Joe Tardy okay. evolved from. And so he missed a couple classes. This was like a once a week class. Yeah. And I'm in the class too. And Big Irish knew that I was friends oh. with Joe. So she would always ask me, where is Joe? And I'd say, oh, I don't I don't know where Joe is, you know, but so then one day I talked to Joe. I said, Joe, you either got to drop this class or you got to tell me that you're going to be there next week because big Irish is going to give me the big Irish, even (laughs) though it's meant for you. She's going to give it to me.
6: (laughs) And you're not, you don't need that.
4: Joe promised. He said, I guarantee you Uh I will be in the class this week.
6: He's a liar. I called
4: him the night before and said, Joe, class tomorrow. He says, I'll be there. I promise. Because I don't want the big Irish. No. So class starts. He's not there. Uh Uh-oh. I'm sweating bullets. I would be. Big Irish comes up to me. And at the moment, I'm upset with Joe because now he's betrayed me. Yes. He's let me down. Big Irish comes up to me. Where's Joe today? And so I thought on my feet quickly. Uh Uh-huh. I said, well, you know what? He's got mono. He's got mono. And that's why he's not here. Oh, God. So we started class that day by watching some sort of movie. So the lights were off. We're watching this movie. Oh, God. Joe Tardy comes in. No.
6: Did he try kissing her?
4: He sits right, he puts his books down right next to me. And I said, You have mono. <laughs> he says, What? You have mono. So that he had to go up cold, too big Irish, and sort of ad lib the fact that right. he had mono. And then he got upset with me for saying that he had mono. You were wasn't there on time. You were supposed to be there. I panicked. That's a you
6: problem, right. Joe Tardy.
4: She was going to give me the big Irish, even though it was directed towards you. Yeah. I was thinking on my feet. You're a good friend. Yes, I... It, it, thank you. You're a good I friend. I am a good friend. Joe Tardy,
6: I hope he has appreciated what you did for him over now, after 20 the years fact, ago. He
4: understands why I had to say yes. that he had mono. But in the moment, he was bebopping and scatting. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just... I got tested again this morning and I was okay, so I decided to come in and power through. <sighs> to this day, I have dreams about the Big Irish. No, you don't. I do. Oh wow. To this day.
6: Man, that she made a big impact on your life. Well, she was
4: like six five.
6: Do you think she's still alive and would she like to do your induction speech? Um I think so. You should really reach out to her and reach tell
4: out. her. What I don't even know her she- name other than Big Irish.
6: Oh. <laughs> Is the school still
4: around? Yeah. Excuse me. Can I talk to Professor (laughs) Big Irish, Irish. please? Thank you. All right. Jackets, baseball, uh, national championship game tonight. We had the women's game this weekend. We'll talk about it all next. Common Man and T-Bone on the
3: fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic
1: Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some slowdowns on East 5th Avenue between 7th Avenue and Yearling Road. About a 15- to 20-minute delay is expected as the work to get this cleaned up. And more slowdowns on the south side of I-71 northbound between Greenland Avenue and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The double steak grilled cheese burrito is now at Taco Bell. Two servings of grilled marinated steak and a melty three-cheese layer inside plus grilled bubbly cheese on the outside. And participating Taco Bell stores for unlimited time only. While supplies last, contact local stores for prices, hours, and participation, which may vary. Tax extra.
7: Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
2: Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and
4: Bone. Happy Monday, the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. It's coming up at 434. Jason's beef. At 534, <laughs> Bone is vacationing. So that lovely lady you hear. Oh is Jen Winters. You're so sweet. Who's going to make this show a good one this week. I sure hope so. Um, I I also want to announce this. I have not told you about this yet, but uh, I tried something today for the first time.
6: Uh, (laughs) Oh, there's so many jokes. But please tell me what it was that you tried. I tried tried. something
4: today for the first time. I want to just tell you right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I don't judge you, but I'm not a drug guy.
6: I'm not a drug
4: I know if you listen to this show, you may think that I'm on drugs, but I'm not. (laughs) I tend to stay away from stuff like that because I have an addictive personality and it probably would not go well for me. All right.
6: Okay. So what did you try?
4: Uh, Today I had a CBD gummy.
6: Oh, I love those.
4: I've never had one before. They're
6: fantastic.
4: And so I had one today. I feel nothing. Really? Yeah. I even had an extra strength one.
6: It would help me mentally. It would calm me down. Does nothing. And it made me feel more chill. I would take them before I go to bed or CBD oil also. See,
4: that's my problem though, is my body does not react to medicine. Oh. My body does not react to caffeine. Okay. I could drink jolt colas and go right to sleep. Yeah. Monster energy drink, go right to sleep. I'm th- That's the problem when I go to the dentist with Novocaine. Yeah. Is that they have to give me as much Novocaine as they would give an actual elephant.
6: That's crazy.
4: Because I will feel it. They'll be drilling into the thing and I'll be like, you shouldn't be able to feel anything. I'm not lying to you. No, I feel it. So they have to pump me up with more Novocaine. So by the time I walk out of there, you know, most people like, you know, mouth is a little sore. You don't have the full range of motion. I I can't even open form vowels.
6: No, really? Nothing. Yeah. My problem is, is when I go and they have to do something on the upper part, back part of my mouth, um, It's it gags me as the Novocaine starts working and I puke.
4: You, you actually <laughs> I puke? I
6: actually puke.
4: See, I feel like I want to puke, but you actually go <laughs> for do, it. I do.
6: And I'm always like, I always make dentist appointments first thing in the morning. I don't eat or drink anything mm. because I know I will dry heave. Yeah.
4: That's interesting. It's
6: so weird. And I know how you are about throwing up. And I would much rather just throw up, get it over with, because I know nine times out of ten I'm going to feel better.
4: I've not thrown up since 1997.
6: I cannot believe that. Hasn't happened. With all of the stomach issues that you have?
4: No. Hasn't <laughs> happened. So I refuse. Crazy. I refuse to vomit. Wow. I refuse. Although I almost threw up last night as the Jackets won in overtime. Yeah,
6: what the hell's up with that, oh, guys? what a
4: great moment that was. No,
6: it wasn't.
4: Everybody was so excited. Do you Crowd forget your there. assignment? You're
6: supposed to lose, buddies.
4: Look, uh, jackets beat Ottawa. Now, here's the good news. Marchenko looks like he's the real deal, okay. which is nice. That's I mean, fine. he had goal number 21, won the game. Lovely. All-time Jackets rookie record in terms of goals. Love he's, that for him. Chest hair is exploding out of his body. That's wonderful. I enjoy all of it. Let's accomplish all of these goals without winning games. Yeah. Now, Jackets were trying last night. They won't admit this. But they went out and they found themselves some giant 6'6 goaltender that I'd never heard of in my life. So much so that I went on ESPN and looked him up yeah. during the game. And what'd they say? Not mentioned. Whoa. You know how bad you have to be to not even have a player profile? That's crazy. On ESPN.com? They got guys who've been retired six years that still have player profiles on ESPN.com. Oh it's hard to find anything on this guy. What the hell's his name, Teddy? I forget his name. Lurch? Jen, what is it? Oh,
5: no, I didn't watch the game. I don't know. There you go.
4: <laughs> Big giant hulking 6'6 Mang. Nobody ever heard of him. He stopping shots last night.
6: I'm trying to look it up. That but was I a game you no needed idea. to lose.
4: You got two points no, out of it. No,
6: I, I, yeah, I'm just going to admit it. I've stopped watching their games. Well, I, I watch. I don't because I get so angry. I,
4: I'm rooting for them to lose. So here's, here's the standings. Do yeah. you have the name? No. All right. Uh, Blackhawks are the worst. 54 points. They've played 76 games. Uh, then it's the Ducks. 56 points. Jackets also have 56 points. However, Jackets have one more win in regulation than Anaheim does.
6: Yeah, that wouldn't have happened if they lost last night. So
4: Anaheim second bad, Jackets three bad, third place bad. Then it's the Sharks. And then Montreal, don't worry about them. I have to cough, talk.
6: Okay, I am currently looking up the his name. His name
4: is John Gillies.
6: Gillies. Oh, Gillies. He's
8: 6 foot 6. Went to Providence. He won uh, national championship, I think for He that, was like, I, if I if 29. memory if
4: memory serves me, he was a fairly high draft pick for a goaltender. And then he's done relatively little. He's just bounced around and it's his first start in a long time.
8: Seventy fifth overall, so
4: that's pretty for for a goaltender. Yeah, yeah, that's a high. That's a high draft choice. He's a huge guy. Blue Jackets throw him out there, win the game.
6: All we need is just a big guy sitting in the goal. Well, I've I've said
4: I've said that before. not big enough, not big enough. Well, he was big enough last (laughs) Last night. night, Yeah, I've said that I I want like a seven hundred pound.
6: No, I, that, I think that makes so much sense. Now, they can't
4: play the puck. They can't do anything like that. But now... Do they really always, need
6: to, though? Well, there are other people there who can help.
4: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you'd like not to have a puddle form just as they're sitting True. on the ice.
5: Yeah.
4: But every time I bring this up, I have people who would email me saying... They tried this, I think, on like Mythbusters. Buster, yeah. That too. Myth Mythbusters. Myth
6: Busters. Where they,
4: they got like a sumo guy. Yeah. Who was 300 pounds. And I said, no, it's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about sumo guy 300 pounds. That,
6: and that's stereotyping too. I'm like, talking
4: about sev- like go to other, Dr. Now's office.
6: Exactly. Larger people. They don't have to be sumo wrestlers. Yeah.
4: 700 pounds. Where physically you are just bigger. Right. Than the goal. Yes. The pucks will just bounce right off of you. Absolutely,
6: Put a mask on and you're good to go.
4: This isn't me making fun of overweight people. This is me empowering overweight people. No, I think
6: it's a good thing. I want to
4: give you a job that pays millions of dollars. Yes.
6: Yes, absolutely. Let's do this. Why why hasn't it started? I
4: don't know. People are afraid to do it.
6: People are stupid. Uh, UConn
4: and San Diego State
6: will play
4: for the title tonight. I'm excited. 920. I love It's your start time.
6: Keep the kids, just speaking of caffeine, fill those kids up with some caffeine this afternoon.
4: I just want to point out, look, people enjoy it, fine. I want to point out that if you had a World Series game start at 920. It's ridiculous. There would be like pitchforks and every sports radio person in the country and all the talking heads on TV. What's wrong with baseball? No, that's why the kids (laughs) don't watch too late. Time to go 90s. But the biggest college basketball of the game tips at 920. Uh, Nobody says a damn word.
8: No. I disagree. I think people are upset about it. I, I know I don't want this game that late, so they should be listening to me. Maybe oh, not right. everybody yes. else, but I think it's way too late. Okay.
6: No, you're totally right. i think it's glad terrible. me, Teddy.
8: Yeah, but I guess we're just two or three in the entire world who complain about what it. About I
6: mean, what about the children? What about the children on the West Coast? Everything's all about the- Well, the West Coast is fine. The West Coast, take think I get home from work. They gotta get their kids ready. What, what voices? I just That's it? my West Coast elitist voice. Did you not know that? I'm working on things.
8: <laughs> it's not bad. It's got you know, a little ways to go, but you're you're Thank getting you. there.
4: Uh, will UConn cover the spread tonight? Spread is seven and a half.
6: I think so.
4: UConn looks unstoppable.
6: They this are bank, unstoppable. Don't they? I, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna blow San Diego State out of the water. Take I it think. to the bank. Yeah, sure. Take doing? it to the bank. <sighs> Are you going to keep playing the Zach Eadie sound even after we we end this season of uh, of, bas- of college basketball? Why not? I love it as long
4: as the Blue Jackets have like huge bigfoot oh, goalie. Yeah. This is his sound now. <laughs> so I'm six six. You know, my I husband stop pucks.
6: my husband non sportsman is not a sports fan. He has gotten into the tournament. Because he, there have been so many last-second crazy things that have happened, and so we were just watching. Just this year, he yes.
4: realized at the NCAA tournament or hey, something.
6: It's get of slack. All right, okay? okay, I'm sorry. All right. So he's watching the um, Fairleigh Dickinson Purdue game, and he's like, "That kid, that lurch kid. What the hell?" He just stands <laughs> there, and I made that noise, and he's like, "What the hell was that?" I'm like, "That's how we think he sounds." Mm-hmm. And I said, "That that's that's Common Man did that," and so he now does that and he thinks it's hilarious that makes and me he so loves happy. that sound that
4: makes me so happy uh, Ryan Day gets an important commitment details next Common Man and T-Bone on the fan
3: fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center
1: Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking two lanes of the north outer belt to 270 westbound after I-71 that is a disabled semi-blocking the left center lane with emergency crews on scene. Please be very careful and plan out some heavy slowdowns. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If April is showering your company with open job positions, check out Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Sponsor your first job today and get hiring by visiting Indeed.com credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Travel.
2: Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T Bone.
4: Happy Monday. T Bone's out. He's on vacation. Jen Winters is here. Jen's going to sell you a truck.
6: Hey, go out to that truck place and buy a truck
4: from. No trucks this week. Valley Ford? Stop. Don't give him a free one.
6: That's okay.
4: Uh, Ryan Day gets himself a commitment at the running back position. James Peoples, a 2024 class recruit from Texas, has committed to Ohio State one day day after his official visit. He chose OSU over Oklahoma, Alabama, Texas, TCU, and Oregon. This was a, a big one because, was it Jordan Marshall, the running back that they lost to Michigan? They were high on him. They wanted him. Michigan got him. Yes. And there was pressure on Tony Alford to go out and get a running back commit. He has done so here. I think that weighed heavily into, because, uh, what's this guy's name, James uh, James Peoples. He says he didn't realize he was going to get offered on his official visit. Right. And he did get offered. I assume that offer came. Maybe they were planning all along. To say, hey, we're going to offer this guy on his visit. Or maybe they saw a guy like Jordan Marshall go out the door to Michigan and said, we better put this into overdrive so we don't miss on this guy too. Exactly. And he's taking it.
6: Which is good. And anytime that you can go in and take someone from Texas and bring them up here makes you feel good, especially after we've got what we've got going on in Texas right now with with, uh, Arch Manning. That makes me happy.
4: Oh, and... uh and Quinn, yours? and Quinn, yours competing for that job. Yes.
6: So I and I, it just makes me happy when we can go to Texas and and take their high ranking recruits. That's
4: been and there's there's plenty in Texas. Yes. To go around. Yes. But uh, that's been the success of this program.
6: Absolutely. Is,
4: they made a big deal. I think when Jordan Marshall picked Michigan over Ohio State, I have read some of the national publications saying this is where this Michigan program is. They're going into Ohio and they're taking one of theirs. So Jim Harbaugh has beaten Ryan Day on the football field and off the football field. I'm not here to dispute that. No, I mean, Ryan Day knows what the mission is, and that is to win the game next year. Absolutely. No excuses there. We know what's happened the last two times these teams have played. Michigan has been playing in the Big Ten championship game, and we have not. We know all of this. Yeah, But this notion that it's a new thing, that Michigan has come down to Ohio and stolen a recruit out of their backyard... That's what Michigan's entire football legacy has been built on. Yes. Talent from the state of Ohio. You're going to, you you hate to see it, you're going to lose some talent to Michigan. Yes. That's just the way it goes.
6: Absolutely. I mean, Desmond Howard is like one of those people.
4: Well, but (laughs) if if Michigan only fielded a college football team with players from their own backyard, they would not be competitive. Absolutely not. The state of Michigan high school football right now is not great. It's not good. So they need to move around, just like Ohio State needs to move around and pluck guys out of Texas and California and Florida. That's been the success of this program. Yes,
6: And that's, I mean, good for for Michigan for getting one from Ohio, but it's like, where else are you getting your recruits from? Are you getting them like we're getting them?
4: Right, and that was the whole thing with, uh, you know, Woody back in the day would make fun of Bo and say, if there were no state of Ohio, there'd be no Michigan because you're coming (laughs) and getting all of our talent. I don't take anything away from what Jim Harbaugh in Michigan has been able to accomplish on the field the last couple of years. No. But this is not a new development. It, it
6: isn't. And honestly, the uh, Harbaugh, if I'm a recruit, I would be so weary of him because of all of the crazy things that go on with him as soon as the football season is over and the NFL comes looking for head coaches. And we had that funkiness with the Vikings at the end of the you season know, though, before. But at least pretty the same much time, every
4: program has to deal with that crap. I understand
6: right? that, but he is just a loose cannon. And I don't know, would I want my kid if I had a kid go, go play for him?
4: You're gonna go where the deal is the deal. I best mean that deal. is true,
6: but at the same time I'd be like, Well, I don't know. You make it, you're making these kids stay through their junior year, but they can the coaches can just leave whenever. Well, I just I just like to talk crap about jim harbaugh because i don't care for that man no
4: that's fine and that's that's why i like to say to people who want to talk about how jim harbaugh is above the fray that he's above the ugliness of college football all of it he's not he's not
6: he's a poopster that's what he is playing
4: the game just like everybody else is playing the game
6: he just comes out a little cleaner in the end
4: and if trust me i still believe this if you know Two years ago, I guess a year ago now, the Vikings came to him and said, You're our guy, we want you, the job is yours, he would have left. Yeah. If this offseason, even though he made his renewed promise
6: And the president of the school came out and made that whole grand thing.
4: He made his renewed promise, I'm gonna be here next year and you can take it to the bank. If a a team like the Colts called him up and said, We will do whatever it takes to get you, what's it gonna take? He would have taken that job, too.
6: Now, weren't you surprised that that did not happen? Because I was totally shocked that that didn't happen.
4: That a team didn't say that to him? No, the Colts. The Colts, specifically. Specifically
6: the Colts. Because of his relationship with Jim Ursay and because of where he's been with that team, and what that team went through this past season... I, in my mind, all I could see was Ursay calling him and saying, get over here, I don't care how much it takes for us to dig you out of that hole you created in Michigan, we'll get you. I'm still surprised.
4: Maybe a little. Um, you know, he his name was hot and heavy for the Broncos job, too. Yes. I know he interviewed with them, and you wonder if that was simply done so they can get Sean Payton in there. Yeah. You know, and they got him eventually, but maybe they were saying to themselves, "If we pretend like we're super interested in this other guy, yeah. maybe we get a better deal on Sean Payton." I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the end. But then again, I I can't figure out how the NFL works because Deshaun Watson's out there, right. right? Teams are bending over backwards for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they're in love with the skill. They'll overlook all the. Look at my peepee and all that sort of stuff. Fine. Whatever. I'm not here to talk about that. But that is the NFL saying we value talent over everything. Yeah. So you're right. I I would think that a guy like Jim Harbaugh, as hot as he's been, NFL teams would look at him and say, we know he's crazy. Yeah. We know he's a loose cannon, but he has a history in this game. He's been successful here. Now he's also been successful in college. Yeah. He's never been hotter. We got to bring him in. The same way I would think they would look at a guy like Lamar Jackson Yes, and say, yeah, he has a tendency, maybe he's a little ouchy, he represents himself, he's an odd guy, he's running his mouth on Twitter, but the talent's there, so we've got to do something about it. Instead, what you see is teams like the Atlanta Falcons saying, no, I'd rather have Desmond Ritter as my starting quarterback and passing on him. I don't know what NFL teams value anymore. I don't either. To be honest with you. Because I thought talent
6: ruled all. I did too. And if
4: that was the case, Lamar Jackson would have offers out the ass. Well,
6: and I feel really bad for Lamar Jackson. I really think well, that he. I
4: don't know if I feel bad for him. I'm just confused by the situation. He's screwing himself
6: over with this whole situation. I know this is not where we were going. No, it's okay. We but we're, he's we're, screwing we're himself off the tracks now. Let's go. He's screwing himself over with this. And and the teams are colluding against him because well, they're that's saying the, that's that he wants too much money. And that's a
4: big word, though. Collusion's a big word. It is but, a big
6: word, but I honestly believe that that's what these owners are doing.
4: It only takes one. You know, Jimmy Haslam went out there and said, $230 million? I got it for and you. And that's
6: why it's so funny that it's the freaking Browns who did it. They're screwing everything was, else up. That
4: was his grand plan all it, along. it really
6: was. He got Deshaun
4: Watson and he got Lamar Jackson out of the division. I mean, I as a
6: Steelers fan, I'm grateful that there's a wonderful opportunity for him outside of this division. So, long story long,
4: I don't know what NFL teams value at this point. You're right. I thought he would have gotten a job. And maybe you're saying to yourself, well, maybe he did, and he decided to go back to Michigan. No. No. If a team went to him this offseason and said, you're our guy, here you go, you're the coach of the team, enjoy, he would have taken that job. Absolutely. So now I think he's like is there going to be more opportunities for him? That, or is that ship sailed?
6: See what I think happens is if he makes it, he beats Ohio State again this year and he can go to the oh, national I championship. To,
4: yeah. I don't want to talk about any of this,
6: but if this means if he wins the national championship, then that means we can get rid of him. I'm all
4: for it. I don't I don't care about him. I care about doing what we need to do down here. Right. Everybody's so focused on Jim Harbaugh, but, um, and Michigan, all the but time. But
6: obviously, we've had a problem with that the past couple what? of years. All right. So let's f- focus our attention on getting him the hell out of here. Okay. <laughs> uh,
4: women's national title game had some problems. We'll yeah. talk about that next. Colin Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic
3: from the Meisters
1: Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of the north side of I-71 northbound at Route 161. All lanes have reopened in that area and still watching a crash on East 5th Avenue between 7th Avenue and Yearling Road. Please be very careful over here as cars continue to slow. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay guaranteed fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only except... Exclusions fly. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
2: And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest. Fat. Here's Man and Bone.
4: Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. Bone is on vacation. Jen Winters is with me this week. We have the White Sox and Giants game. Yes. On right now. This is the home opener for the White Sox.
6: It looks like it's raining.
4: For a good 15-year stretch. I uh, went to every home opener.
6: That's so awesome! So I was
4: there. I my buddy uh, Brian, who I went to high school with,
6: would Brian induct you into the Hall of Fame?
4: Uh, sorry.
6: <laughs> yeah,
4: he would. Okay. You know, he uh, we're text buddies now. Oh, and by text buddies, I mean I'm obligated to return his texts. We don't have anything in common. Oh, anymore. Oh,
6: oh, that's weird.
4: And what's interesting is that. Like, he'll say something, and every time I I have a, a point of view or an opinion that does not align with the 16-year-old version of myself, oh. he'd say, well, when did that happen? Oh, so he's... Well, I'm 43 years old. A lot has happened.
6: Oh, that's weird. Maybe, we, let's just not invite him to the to the Hall of Fame induction. We'll, we'll, we'll still work on that. I can tell you more else.
4: about him off the air.
6: Okay, that's fine.
4: Anyway. Anyway. But I'm watching this game right now. Yeah. And there are certain things... You know, I've never been on a deathbed, but I assume that people who are, who have lived long lives, you know, can still have sense memories of things they experienced 70 years ago. Yeah. You know, smells, tastes, the way something makes you feel. Sometimes you hear a song on the radio and it brings you back to the first time you heard that song. And I'm watching this game right now just out of the corner of my eye. And in, for the rest of my life, I'll remember the smell of Polish sausage and onions Because of, at the ballpark. Oh, that's really cool. And every time I smell grilled onions, yeah. I think about the ballpark. That's awesome. That would be the thing that I look forward to the most. They had these carts and just mounds and mounds of onions steaming. And the Polish sausages would steam yeah. in the onion juice they put it on a soft bun that's been steaming there. Cover it with onions. You put a little mustard on there.
5: Yeah.
4: Oh, my God. It's heaven. Heaven. Sounds really good. When the company the company used, used to make the sausages, they were called Best Kosher. It was a kosher Polish sausage. See, it doesn't
6: get any better than a kosher. They went,
4: spinach. spoken from a, from true, a true Jewish Jew. gal. <laughs> but... It had the natural casing, so it snapped.
2: Yes, when you bit that's the it. best. And if, and if
4: you're from Chicago, there's a certain taste of the Polish sausage from Chicago. Yeah. A lot of Polish people live in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Lots. Lots. Uh, but that company went out of business, and I cried. Oh. Because best kosher was no more. Now, they make other products. Other companies make fine Polish sausages. Yeah. But that particular sausage, gone forever. Who,
6: Which one of you guys was, was bad-mouthing Nathan's last week? Was it
4: bone? I wasn't bad mouthing.
6: No, I think Nathan's. it was bone.
4: What did he say? I don't remember him He's, saying anything about it. He
6: thought that it. their their hot dogs were crap. He and said that. I think so. Said. didn't he say we that?
8: had a, a tweet or something about it? So I think he he read it off of uh whether it was a would you rather or a wild card Wednesday. I need to go and back
6: and check it. T
8: Bone, I can't remember if he agreed with it or not, but that's where he, the original idea came from, I believe.
6: Because I love Nathan's. I love Hebrew National are okay, but I think Nathan's are the best, and they have so much garlic in them. They're like garlic bombs. Here
4: is the problem though with Nathan's is Nathan's at Nathan's. Yeah, I enjoy. Because they use the hot dog with the all-natural casing. Yes. So it snaps. A lot of the Nathan stuff they sell in the stores is skinless.
5: Oh. And they don't
4: have the all-natural casing, and it doesn't have the same snap as it does. Okay. When you get it in the restaurant.
6: I just, last week we did a, a t- taste test. I celebrated opening day, and I said, I want hot dogs. As you should. I want nachos. That's
4: the American thing I to want do. a
6: soft pretzel. And so we ate like we ate at a ballpark but we were at home and and so we did a taste test which one's better and nathan's hands down and
4: then when i was legally able to do it i would get myself a beer
6: oh yeah we had beer
4: well first there'd be stages to my eating yeah (laughs) the first thing i would do is i would house two polo sausages instantly because i'd get there like an hour before the game started because i wanted to soak up all well, the you atmosphere
6: warm up so it. i'm
4: sitting there yeah. in the stands it's pretty much empty people are trickling in the organist is doing her thing and especially opening day they bring a lot of old timers out oh, to wave yeah. to the crowd yeah. you know it's like oh this guy hey how's it going moose scourin's here anyway so you're 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 eating the hot dog or the uh, the Polish sausage you eat those two then for the rest of the game i just want to graze Because I don't want to eat too much because I don't have to go make (laughs) poo-poo. And I don't want to get up and make poo-poo.
5: Not in public.
4: No.
6: (laughs) Especially at a stadium.
4: So I got my two Polish sausages. And then I get a bag of peanuts.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the shells. Yeah. And a beer. Yeah.
4: And I purposely put some peanut shells inside the beer. Why? I don't know. I feel like it gives it a nice salty bite to the beer.
6: I mean, I can see that. I don't
4: drink the shells. I just like them steeping in the beer. Okay. It's almost like a tea bag. I'll- <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. You're disgusting. <laughs> you know, you steep the tea yes, bag and it yes. leaves the essence, and then you remove the I bag. I know how tea
6: is made. All right, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: my wife's here now. I love it. That's my go to. And then for the rest that. of the game, it's peanuts in the shell yeah. and-, and cold beer.
6: I-, I just love the beer at the ballpark. Love it's it. like the best thing ever.
4: And if I'm feeling frisky, maybe a churro.
6: Oh, you know what they have it at Huntington Park that I
4: love? Tomorrow's opening day, isn't it?
6: Yes. Yeah. Funnel cake fries.
4: Well, it's just funnel cake, though, right? Yeah,
6: but it's in a... It, they're fries. They're in a cup. <laughs>
4: but it's it's funnel cake.
6: Right, but it's easier to eat.
4: Oh, okay. All right. But
6: they're fries.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like these restaurants are like, it's chicken fries. It's just fried chicken, right? Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's of a shape of fried. But it's just it's it's fried chicken, it's right? It's
6: easier to eat.
4: <laughs> can we can we do the women's basketball coming up next?
6: Yeah, cause Cause I cuz you're just got, derailing I'm everything talking about your
4: Polish sausages. I heard you at the end of the oh, show wait, on Friday me.
6: you were like <laughs> this week was off the rails, wait until next week. Am I wrong?
4: <laughs> no, You're not. It's Monday <laughs> and we're acting like it's a Wednesday. Yeah, I love it. All right, we'll talk about women's but Jen watched women's basketball. I did. And she's got opinions and I have and opinions you're on her hear opinions all about it. and more Polish sausage talk yes. coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan
3: traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
1: Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. A disabled semi blocking the right side of the US33 westbound ramp to the east outer belt southbound. Please be very careful over here as cars begin to build. And a disabled semi blocking the left center lane of the north outer belt to 270 westbound after I-71. Keep an eye out for the cruise on scene. driving traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy, let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
2: You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common
4: Man and T-Bone. Bonus vacationing this week. Jen Winters is with me. All right, let's talk some uh, women's basketball, shall we? Yes. LSU beats Iowa. Yes. To win the women's championship. Um... You know, women's basketball right now is having a little bit of a moment. It is right where. You know what was the uh, viewership numbers for? Was it five and a half million? I, th- I believe so. I'm trying to think, what, what matchup was that?
6: It was the Iowa uh, South Carolina right. game Iowa, on Friday South Carolina. night.
4: Five and a half million people. Yes, tuned it's in for that. The
6: highest rated, highest watched um, college basketball game on ESPN since Duke North Carolina
4: like fifteen years
6: prior. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And that's men's. Men's or women. Together. Like
4: You want to have a hockey game all season long that gets five no, and a half million people. No, 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 no. So it's having a moment. You know, you have some superstars going head to head here. And a lot of people thought this would be the culmination of that. Yes. With Iowa and LSU. Yeah. Right? And, you know, you look at the score. It's like, wow, they had a lot of points. Yeah. Scored a lot of points.
6: And LSU scored the most points that they had ever scored. Um, And I believe for a women's national championship game.
4: You know what else we had? Lots of fouls. Lots of fouls. 37. Ridiculous. Fouls were called by game's end. And it, you know, look, it ruined the flow of the game. It was terrible. The, The players didn't like it. The coaches obviously did not like it. And there were some comments after the fact about how they didn't like it. And I... It's a shame because I feel like, and this is the beauty of sports, too, is that sometimes not everything is the best. Right. You know, we always want to manufacture drama. When you do that, sometimes you sacrifice the actual drama. Right. This, If you could manufacture drama, you would have for this game. Yes. It just didn't work out that it way. Did it
6: didn't. And it, I mean, these rest reminded me like it was Joe West out there, like three or four of them out there. Making it about themselves, which it wasn't. It reminded me was it was at the the James Madison
4: yes I was Ohio bring that State up. game. I remember that because uh, I was listening to that game, and Matt Andrews on the call. Oh, he was so
6: heated. Matt Andrews, <laughs> I love him uh, so much. Was calling out
4: the officials by, <laughs> by name, name, saying NCAA do better, yeah, and naming the officials. By the way, I told you as painful as that was last night or this weekend, thirty seven. Fouls were called. Yes. In that game. That Ohio State-James Madison first round game, 52 fouls. Ridiculous. 52. So if you're watching last night saying, wow, there's a lot of fouls,
6: think about that 52 game. That was in a ridiculous. Game. I mean, it, the refs made it about themselves, and there was no reason for them to make it about themselves whatsoever. You're to be kind of seen and not heard, so do better. Obviously, they have time to think about it.
4: Let me ask you this. Hmm? Because you're a fan of women's basketball. Yes. You watch this. Yes. Do you think this is a moment now where the sport grows and becomes, it takes another, another step off of this. Yes. And becomes even more successful. Or do you think this was a unique situation because you had such special talents playing?
6: Uh, well, and I also think so we still haven't talked about the other thing that kind of shadowed the game itself. And it was in the last thirty seconds of the game right, right. when LSU clearly had everything wrapped up. Angel Reese went and did the John Cena. You can't see me. Yeah,
4: tell me what you think about that. And
6: in, in, into Caitlin Clark's face, um, she pointed as, at her, uh, you know, blank ring finger, like this is mine. I don't care. That sport. That is like that's sports. That's confidence. And the fact that you don't feel
4: like it crossed the line.
6: No, we see guys in the NBA do this stuff all the time, but because it's a woman. And I don't even get me started on the color of the skin because Caitlin Clark was doing the same stuff on Friday night. She was given a pass. But Angel Reese is doing this in Caitlin Clark's face and everyone's up in arms about it. I'm looking at you, Keith Olbermann and Dave Portnoy. Shut up. Shut up. I am so freaking angry about this. Because it's not a big deal. They're cocky. They're, have you seen them play basketball? Caitlin Clark is a badass. Angel Reese is amazing. Like, let them be cocky for a reason and don't use your double standards. Well, they're women. They shouldn't be acting this. Shut up. Go to hell. There are other things I want to say and I cannot because of the FCC. Get over yourselves. Pound sand. And it, the fact that this is what we're talking about, pisses me off it makes me so angry because greenberg this morning that's how he started off his stupid get up show Stephen a smith who was at wrestlemania but was somehow back in the seaport studio started first take with this whole thing what about the game but we're talking about this. So I'm sorry. I'm going to step down. Let me tell you something right like, now.
4: You Let me know, tell you something. My nipples are hard right now. I'm just so to you.
6: pissed because it's like we finally women are finally being seen and playing sports and they're being seen by millions of people. And it's really important. But the thing is, is that we're making this action at the end of the game when the game was wrapped up and there was so much emotion and she she won. She won a title. And you're going to give her crap because she's you know showboating. Okay,
4: I like I like this. Have we uh, not seen here's my,
6: everybody else showboat? Here's but another they, question for you. They don't have vaginas.
4: What do uh, What do you attribute this to? Do you attribute the the rising popularity of women's college basketball to? Well, it's about that damn time, and the game's always been good, yes. and people are just realizing it, and maybe the fact that you can bet on these games has.
6: Yes. Allowed
4: more people to view it. Because you can like, well, also,
6: you can do your brackets. There's, right, there's There are men's tournament brackets and women's tournament There's more brackets. things for me to
4: gamble on, so I'm going to flip this on. Yeah. Right? So maybe that has something to do with it. Do you think name, image, and likeness also is the great equalizer yes. when it comes well, to women's sports?
6: Paige Bucher, who unfortunately was unable to play this season, she plays for UConn. She hurt herself out the entire season. She was Gatorade's first NIL deal. Right. And... That's huge. And we already know Angel Reese is, she's already talking about how her NIL deals are going to keep going up and up and up because she talked about it. How many followers In her post she has? You know? Post game conference. Oh gosh, I don't even know. I know I'm, she's I'm gonna on Twitter. I'm going to
4: look her up right now. Um, on the gram.
6: On the gram? Oh, you're on the gram? I'm going to do the Twitter.
4: <laughs> I'm going to look at her. See where she. how many followers well, she has. Well, and
6: they call her the um, They call her the Bayou Barbie. She
4: has 905 followers,
6: and she has one hundred thirty nine thousand followers on Twitter. She calls
4: herself the Bayou Barbie. Yes, and, and by the way, trademark that. Yeah, I hope you do. Yeah. Who was I looking at the other she's day? She's so the, pretty. Uh, too. <laughs> it's the hot, the hot LSU gymnast. What's her name? Oh, I can't remember. She does name. all the clothing commercials and yes. stuff.
5: But she's Lexi. got like three
4: point eight million. Yeah. Followers, and look, we could just say, "Oh, this is about appearance," and maybe it started that way. Yeah. Maybe it started that. Well, oh, I followed this chick because she's really hot. But maybe what comes out of that yes. is an appreciation for what they actually do.
6: And maybe follow her. I mean, granted, we get another year of Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese because the antiquated rules within the WNBA, you can't really go to the WNBA until you graduated college, which is okay. So we so get, they don't
4: have the same? No. You can go for a year. They're no one then... and
6: done with the WNBA. Hmm. So... Again. I wonder why that is. I mean, women got to go get their education cuz what if they can't make it in the WNBA, Mike? Oh <laughs> look my god.
5: <laughs> got to take uh, some cooking
6: classes, right, Jen? That's right. That's right. And I don't need a watch cuz there's a clock on the stove. <laughs> oh, I'm just heated. Cuz you know what? We're not going to talk about women's sports until the summer when it's it's time for the women's World Cup.
4: That's another thing that ticks me off. Well, you know what? Coming up to I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Coming up today in Yikes, one of my yikes is about women in sports. Really? And it's not about basketball. Okay. It's not about the World Cup. (gasps) We had a sports achievement over the weekend. Is
6: it in softball? No. What? Beach volleyball? No. Wait, women play other sports than those four? Yes. Shut your mouth. It is
4: competitive Easter ham making. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's another sport. Okay. Okay. It's I, there was there were records broken this weekend.
6: I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, By the
4: wow. way, if you don't realize this, Jen, big softball player back in the day.
6: I did. Yes. 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 I know.
4: You were telling me that your father hit the would crap hit, out of my legs. Would hit these rocket ground balls <laughs> yes, at you. I, get, I and get. scream at you like Earl Woods.
6: Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stitch mark bruises for life.
4: <laughs> you still have the scars.
6: I, I no, but I have a chicken pox scar on my leg.
4: Now were you when you played softball? Yeah. You strike me as a power hitter. Were you up there cranking them out?
6: I guess. I could throw the ball really far, so I played center field.
4: All right, center field. I I wasn't the, So you're tracking stuff down out there. Yeah,
6: I wasn't the best hitter, but I could if if need be, I could I could probably. I never hit a home run, but yeah.
4: <laughs> well then the answer is no then you no. then you were not a power hitter but i was really if good if you at had throwing, zero home runs i had no home
6: runs i was really good at throwing you know ball. Who's sneaky
4: good at baseball the 50 year old man over there ted teddy
6: <gasps> can we go play catch
8: i was i was a decent baseball player i'd say i was average you played in high Maybe. school didn't you yeah absolutely yeah I football did. and baseball that's yeah, awesome and I played uh, on our uh, company softball team in the early days. That's right. And I was impressed I, oh, with his wow. skills. I was pretty good. Yes.
6: Look at look at Ted. I love Ted. It's
8: athletic back in the day, and now I can't uh, even beat you know Mike in a you know thirty yard
4: dash. I guess, but <laughs> first of all, <laughs>
5: was, anything I longer think, than that again that was I would have
4: been in the hospital, and you would have won. <laughs> also, uh, you're fifty. What are we doing? He's spry for 50. He's spry. Yeah. But I mean, you you lose a little bit of the springiness. Like when I'm
5: 50? Yeah.
4: Rascal. <laughs> <laughs> I've got seven more years until rascal.
6: We have. I believe we. my parents have a rascal. For what purpose? It was a friend of ours, and then they gave it to my parents for my grandma, and then unfortunately my grandma passed away, and so it's been in their basement. So if you want...
4: She's not still on it, is she?
6: No. No, I she, do, yeah, it was like over the, 10 co- years The corpse of
4: Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on <laughs> in your basement. <laughs> That's so messed up. <laughs> Excuse me, dead Grandma. Oh, can you get off the rascal stop. so Common Man can use it? <laughs> Thanks.
6: <laughs> I'm going to go die now. Uh,
5: I'm the rascal
6: in the corner.
4: Uh, What's next? Oh, WWE was was sold today. Teddy's got thoughts on that. He also watched WrestleMania.
3: Yay! It's
4: wrestling time. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
3: From the
1: Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy backups to watch out for. A disabled semi blocking the right side of the U.S. 33 westbound ramp to the east outer belt southbound. There is a rucker on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but traffic is bumper to bumper, and it still continues to build. About a 20-minute backup is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Print Marketing Services helps small business print big. Now Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends 415. Visit staples.com slash print big for details. This is your sign to try Staples, where your prints are perfect, guaranteed. El array with fan traffic.
2: One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean? Bald,
4: bald, bald, bald. Here's man and bone. It's not really applicable today. Maybe if we were changing that, since Bone is not here and Jen Winters is here, <laughs> and she's clearly not bald.
6: No, no. I'm, I'm angry. Yeah, you are but angry. Maybe but we I'm change angry it too. To
4: one has boobs. The other one has boobs.
6: <laughs> you you. They both have boobs. I, I do, though. I, to, to bring up um, uh, another person that I'm on the air with quite frequently, Mr. Jeff Thedoff. Um, he he would like some new imaging for the weekend shows.
4: Everybody's a critic. I know. He so was. What, like, what's his problem?
6: He just wants something new. But the one on Sunday says, and now he here's Elon Musk. And I don't like that because I don't care for Elon Musk. So, I, he, he's like, I just, I want something else. And I'm like, I'll talk with Mike.
5: He's like, I don't
6: know if I should talk to Mike or not. I'm like, I'll talk to Mike.
4: Okay. <laughs> so, there we go. First of all, <laughs> he's blocked on my phone. So, even if he tries to call me, yeah, I'm not going to get gonna, it. He's not
6: going to Okay.
4: You can call me, though. Don't call me. I'm Text gonna me. I'm not going to call you. 614-787-3093. That is the burner It phone. is. Uh, What is coming up? Yikes is coming up at 4.34. Jason's beef Beef. at 5.34. Uh, WWE is merging with the parent company of the Ultimate Fighting Championship, Endeavor Group. They are going to merge, become one company. Uh, They say this will be a $21.4 billion sports entertainment company. So the value of the UFC will be $12.1 billion. WWE's value is $9.3 billion. Uh, Endeavor Group will take 51% of the controlling interest in the new company. Existing WWE shareholders will hold a 49% stake. Vince McMahon was uh, hmm. at a press conference this morning. Uh, maybe Teddy was aware of this, but I was not aware of it. That Vince McMahon has a Spanish twin <laughs> because he is dying his hair now Yeah, and he has a, a thin mustachio uh-huh. where he looks like his own evil twin. Now, that's assuming that Vince McMahon is not evil, which he is. He is. Maybe this is the nice twin. I don't know, but he looks evil. Mm-hmm. You like the mustache
8: he looked at? <laughs> no, not at all. But I mean, he's a creepy dude anyway, so just... yeah. It,
4: you know, goes well for him, I guess. He was ah. back in January after his uh, exile and he announced that, you know, company could be for sale and we heard Disney in the mix and Comcast in the mix and maybe Saudi Arabia's public fund in the mix. But it's, it's UFC that winds up merging with WWE and making already rich people even more rich. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I know WrestleMania was this weekend. Teddy, did you enjoy it?
8: Yeah, I did. Of course, it was the two night extravaganza there in Los Angeles. And, you know, they had some uh, outstanding matches. I mean, for whatever has gone on sort of behind the scenes with them, the product, the actual wrestling matches in the ring have been uh, really good. I think a lot of that goes to uh, credit goes to Triple H who stepped in for Vince. But, um, yeah, they did a really good job over the weekend. So how do you think this sale affects anything
4: if it does? It's business uh, as usual. They well, just keep going. The
8: biggest problem is with Vince McMahon because he had been away. Yep. Obviously, he comes back. How much, you know, he says he's going to leave things up to his son in law, Triple H, you know, Paul Vesque. But well,
4: who's a, It's Tony Khan who's the.
8: Like, no, the Tony president? Khan's he's AEW. Well, yeah. who's,
4: there's Nick Khan. Nick Khan. That's right. There's he, some Khan.
8: Yeah. So Nick Khan's like over, you know, in charge of the business. It's The wrath business. Of Khan. That's right. He's, too.
5: he's, like the,
8: he's the business guy. And then you know Triple H is in charge of the actual product that you see. The and will still be—that's what they say right now. Okay. So if Vince stays out of the way, and maybe I'm sure he'll have his—you know—you know—he'll be involved in some way because he just can't stand it, right? He has to be involved somehow. But if he doesn't just take over completely, I think everything will be fine. But that's what you got to—you know—that's the risk. Will he want to just take control again?
4: Now their television deal is up, right? It's they're, they're negotiating a new deal. Now the
8: window has come open
4: right now All so right. they can start negotiating to renew contracts. Uh they've been on USA forever. Yeah. Monday Night Raw has. They have Smackdown on Fox. Yeah. Now that UFC is involved and of course they have the relationship with ESPN, can you see WWE moving to ESPN?
8: Mm-hmm. I I guess so, but I don't know they they have so many other Events that they have on those you know nights of the week with their play by play you know stuff like that. So I don't, I don't know if that would uh, you know if they could find a home for it. I'm well, sure they could do it like on ESPN two or something like that, but that doesn't give you the homes that like Fox does. Yeah. I mean it would be similar to for USA, but you know Fox is in just
4: about isn't is like every home. Well, right? Do you think so, they'd put it, put it all behind the paywall? Because right now their pay pay-per-views and stuff. They're on Peacock. Yeah. Maybe I, it all goes behind. Well, yeah, the paywall. because
6: like all of the library is on Peacock, isn't it? Like you yeah. can go watch everything yes. there. Yeah. I I guess
8: I think at some point that will happen, but I don't know if that will happen just yet because there's so much money that they can get from you know like Fox and USA. I, I still think they they leave it out there for negotiation. I think they just take the best deal, which I but bet will be those networks. Maybe USA and. And uh, NBC, you know, pony up and take the
4: whole thing, but they're going to make money no matter what. I was reading a piece this morning, and I I don't know the answer, but it was one of these media guys, and he was speculating that in the future, you would take WrestleMania, you would put it on NBC. Yeah. Some major network. Why would you waste that behind a peacock wall? Why wouldn't you put your biggest show on NBC? Because it would generate tons of ratings. I have no doubt that it would draw ratings. It would, but I wonder how many people would watch an, an event like question. that. Teddy, you think they'd crack like twenty million people over mm-hmm. the air watching that? That's probably. I think that's a good number. Probably
8: around at twenty million number. I, I think they could definitely get fifteen, maybe twenty. Yeah,
6: I'm, people, su- I'm surprised they don't put
4: that on TV. One, I would
6: also also think that there would be people watching it who, in the past, haven't been able to afford WrestleMania. You know, and wow,
4: when even I, when, more when I was eyes. a kid, it was a big deal it was a
6: big deal I mean
4: you, my father would never allow us to get pay-per-views yeah but the one that he would sort of say okay to oh really was Wrestlemania oh o- wow occasionally and of course back then it was
6: $20 now it's like over 100 right well
4: now they don't it, it's on Peacock well, oh. you you can still buy it on pay-per-view if you who's, want. Who's doing oh, that? I didn't
6: know well, since you it, subscribed to Peacock. Maybe, you got it already.
8: Maybe if you are just have satellite programming out in West Virginia somewhere and you can't get really good streaming. Okay. Maybe if you're at Mike you're, Florio's
4: house, then maybe you, you <laughs> yeah, get it if in if West you're Virginia. Out, if you're
8: at the barn, you know. <laughs> so How much do they charge now for it on pay-per-view? I don't, it's probably, what, $60, $70, I imagine. I don't think it's
4: $100, is it? I don't know. But then we got the the descrambler box. We got the Cheater box. Yes. <laughs> and then I was able to watch all the pay-per-views. Nice. And the nudie channels. Uh, yeah,
6: yeah. The Spice channel. That
4: was a big deal. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> but I wonder, I wonder what the future holds for this product. Clearly people are still interested in it. The popularity is still there. You can see by their, the media rights deal they're currently in. Yeah. That... There's a market for it well, on just,
5: TV. It
6: makes you wonder which way would they earn more money? Would it be pay-per-view or would it be like if they hype it up like Super Bowl and get a bunch of money from ad revenue? I don't
4: know. I wonder if they could do cool 20 million see. people. Yeah. Or 30 million people.
8: Well, at the same time, you could reverse that. But I heard people talk about why? why don't you put the Super Bowl on pay-per-view?
6: That's true. Now, I would less,
8: obviously less people would watch, but if you're charging, you know, $50 yeah, didn't we more. Yeah, didn't
4: Bone and I talk about this yes, after the fact where yes. we both threw out a number? How many? Because let's say 100 million people watch Super right. Bowl. I say maybe 15 to 20
6: Dollars? million. Dollars? No, oh, 15 to 20 oh.
4: million would watch if it was on pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're going to make more money possibly out of that equation, but yeah. you have fewer eyeballs on your product.
6: And what would they do about ads?
4: I'm sure they'd still be there.
6: Yeah. Wow. You pay all that money, and then you've Oh, got- yeah. You still
4: got to watch commercials. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the deal. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's part of what some people would pay and for. And if
6: we sit here and laugh, and you know in five years, that's what they're going to do. Yeah, no
4: kidding. Uh, the segment that's not a segment, yikes, is up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
3: From the
1: Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a problem area, a disabled semi blocking the right side of the U.S. 33 westbound ramp to the east outer belt southbound. Keep an eye out for the wrecker on scene. Traffic is stop and go in this area. About a 20-minute slowdown as things continue to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has CDL truck driver positions and is hiring right now. Ace Hardware has excellent benefits, generous vacation, 401k match, and end-of-the-year bonuses. Apply at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
2: Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone.
4: Happy Monday. Hey, Jen Winters, who's in for T Bone? Hey, yeah. Did you know? That sports gambling is legal in the state of Ohio.
6: Oh, buddy, let me tell you. <laughs>
4: and did you know <laughs> yeah. that the official gaming partner yes. of this show is Barstool Sportsbook?
6: I did know that.
4: You can get it on your phone.
6: I have it on my phone. Well, that's
4: wonderful. Do you use it? I do use it. Do you win?
6: I won some money on Saturday night. Nice. Uh, yeah. I
4: lose money every time. Oh. Teddy, though. He's like a savant,
6: I know. I needed to go hang out with Teddy, He's like He's those card right.
4: counters in Vegas.
6: Some tips and tricks from Teddy.
4: I did okay over the weekend today,
8: though. I'm I'm I won the first inning bet. Have you heard of these? The the Nerfies, the NRFI, no run first inning. It's the a T Bone was telling me about that. Yeah, it's, oh. a, it's a big thing, and I had a bet with the um, um, Bray or Brewers and Mets today, which I won that, but on the other hand, I have the Mets winning the game well that's not
4: that might not happen a couple dog games this afternoon brewers are up 10 (laughs) nothing giants are up 7 nothing on the white Sox. anyway uh get it on your phone right now barstool sportsbook you can also go see the physical thing at hollywood casino columbus the sportsbook is up it's beautiful must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800 gambler it's time for some yikes The Blazers beat the Timberwolves 107-105 in Minneapolis yesterday. I did not watch a second of it, so why is this notable? Portland started the game as 19.5 point dogs. That's easily the biggest upset of the season in regards to the spread. It's also the biggest upset in the NBA in over 30 years. Yikes. The Orlando Magic were 21 point dogs against the Bulls during the 91-92 season and won the game. So, why were the Blazers 19.5 point dogs? Well, They're bad. They're very bad. Yesterday's win was just their second in the last 14 games. Yikes. And they had four starters out of the lineup. Double yikes.
6: So this is a fun fact and a big yikes. Caitlin Clark has now scored more points in postseason play. 265 points. sixty-five points—than Iowa football scored all season. 230 points. The Hawkeyes played nine games between the Big Ten and NCAA tournaments. Clark has torched the following (laughs) for over 20 points in each time. Purdue, Maryland, Ohio State, Southeastern Louisiana, Georgia, Colorado, Stanford Cardinals, the Gamecocks, and LSU for a total of 265 points. Kirk Ferentz is rolling in his not-yet-dead grave. Yikes.
8: All right, I saw this on The Athletic uh, today about the Jackets. Uh, Ford Trayfix Wolanski made a pretty big mistake over the weekend off the ice. On Saturday morning, he overslept and missed the players' morning meeting. Yikes. Well, Brad Larson was rightfully upset about this, and the club sent Trey back to Cleveland to the AHL. That's where their AHL team is. And this... You, co- sorry, I just wanted to let people know. <laughs> thanks, thanks, we Teddy. just didn't send him to Cleveland because we, we hate him. No, we... Just, <laughs> Anyway, this cost Trey lots of money because his NHL contract is a prorated $750,000 deal. His minor league contract is only $70,000 a year. So, when you break it down, this cost Trey roughly $4,000 a day.
4: Yikes. It's a costly nap right there. Uh, Summer McIntosh. Who is she? She's a 16-year-old Canadian swimmer who made her Olympic debut in Tokyo when she was 14. Uh That in itself deserves a yikes. Last Tuesday, she broke the 400-meter freestyle world record. Over the weekend, she set a new world record in the 400-meter individual medley. I don't know what the difference is between those two things, but nevertheless, yikes. Even though she's Canadian, she trains in Florida. I don't like that. Oh, okay. I'm a glutton for gold medals. If you hone your talent in this country, you should compete for this country. Yeah. You want to compete for Team Canada? Go swim in Moose Jaw! Yeah! Yikes.
6: We talked about it in the last segment. Vince McMahon was on CNBC this morning to discuss the Endeavor WWE merger. And let's say he's had a change in his appearance since we saw him last. And these are observations that I had as to what I think he looks like now.
4: He's got a mustachio. He
6: does. I will tweet this out later. You can... You can find me on Twitter at jenwinners 971 and I will tweet out a picture of what he looks like. To me, he looks like the villain in a silent film who robbed the train and tied a damsel to the train tracks. He also looks like J. Jonah Jameson, Spider-Man's boss at the Daily Bugle. He looks like an evil manager of a haunted hotel in a Scooby-Doo cartoon. And my favorite, bloated Walt Disney. Yikes.
8: All right, here's another Blue Jackets Yikes for you. Defenseman Andrew Peak he set a franchise record with a minus six rating in Saturday's loss to Florida. Yikes. There were five players who had a minus five ratings and rating in the history of the Jackets. They are Lyle Odeline, Darren Quint, Espen Knutsen, Brandon Dubinsky, Alexander Texier. Now, Peek is he's 30 minus 38 on the season. He's closing in on the season record, which is minus 40, Who's and got that, that, that was set by Tyler Wright in the Jackets' second
4: season. Yikes. We continue to get dinosaur things wrong, which is understandable considering we've never actually seen a dinosaur. We're just using our best guesses as we look at fossils. It was a few years back when smart people told us they believed that T-Rex had feathers. Screws with my image of Jurassic Park, but all right, I can accept that. Now, some scientists believe that T-Rex also had lips, so we wouldn't have been able to see its teeth with its mouth closed, and even with the mouth open, perhaps we'd only see the tops of the teeth. I'm sorry. I cannot get behind this one. (laughs) Not only are you telling me the T-Rex is running around with feathers, now you're saying it looked like Mick Jagger while trying to eat you? (laughs) Get the hell out of here. I'd rather live in denial yikes
8: you have an impersonation of that at all mike <laughs> what?
4: i don't do a mick jagger <laughs> was it aerosmith that's
8: what oh, steven tyler sorry. he's Stephen got some tyler. lips too yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: you want to hear my steven tyler absolutely i do <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound that it would make too yes, as it, it chomps is. down yes, on your flesh is. oh good
6: good lord okay my final yikes alex rodriguez and michael k had their first k rod cast of the season last night they were on ESPN two breaking down Phillies and Rangers, and for some reason a rod wore his fielder's glove like he was somehow going to catch a foul ball through the TV screen. But once again proving he's the absolute worst. Yikes.
8: All right. Red Sox outfielder Adam Duval, he had quite the day on Saturday against the Orioles. When he stepped to the plate in the ninth inning, he already had a double, a triple, and a home run. All he needed was a single to complete the cycle. Well, He went and screwed that up as he hit a walk-off home run to win the game. Yikes. He's the first player to come to the plate needing a single to complete the cycle, and he hit a walk-off home run instead. He also became the first player in history to have a double, a triple, a walk-off home run, and five or more RBIs all in the same game. Yikes. Your guy. Adam
4: Duvall. Adam Duvall.
6: Something of his is going to Cooperstown.
4: Reds, Teddy. Hmm. He's with the Braves, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. First place. First place Reds. First place Reds. Yeah, yeah for first. Yep. Big series starting tonight. It's the Cubs, and we all hate the Cubs. Gotta beat Absolutely the Cubs.
6: Absolutely hate the Cubs.
4: Mm. Yeah, hate all em. those idiots will be in town, walking
8: around your city.
6: Yeah, and, and they don't
8: care, you know, if they win or not. Right, the Cubs fans.
4: They just no, they're just there to sure, pee. Yeah, Buy the just w, there to drink and dude. pee. Enjoy. Yeah. All right. Thank you. That was a good spirited yikes. I think at least. Cool. Summer McIntosh. She sounds, what a name. I
6: mean, I was like, is this a porn star? Where are we well, at No, it?
4: not yet. Um, I don't know how her career is going to work out for her. But now but I feel bad right saying now, that because she's 16. Well, all porn stars oh, at one time boy. were 16. True. But now she's setting world records. Yes, she is. In the pool. Go for it. Well, yeah, but...
6: But just say you're American.
4: If you're going to be here...
6: No, I absolutely agree with you. Then you have to
4: compete for Team USA. If you
6: don't love it, leave it. No. USA number one.
4: Is that Ricky Stanzi? that's yeah, right. What happened to my Ricky Stanzi? I missed me
6: some Ricky Stanzi. I I think it's gone now. This is like an all Iowa-like day here at the, uh, at the fan. the the talking about?
4: You want to talk about CJ Beathard? No.
6: Did <laughs> ha- you find it? I have it here. Yes,
4: please. Uh, this is Ricky Stanzi.
2: If you don't love it,
4: leave it. USA, number one. Oh, good. <laughs> I forget what that was in reference to. I, it was
6: the end of a football game, and he was like... "I, I, My thinking is it was just to hype up the crowd.
4: I have another clip here. It's 37 seconds long. I've not listened to it. It just says, Stansy and then hippies.
6: Oh, do it. Stansy and hippies. Just get ready, Ted. <laughs>
4: right, me? I mean, I don't
6: know how other colleges are, but when you walk around here, you got oh. people
8: you know, walking around and you got guys walking around in dresses I've seen and just these hippies and they're they're doing nothing and there's a ped mall area down there, right in the, the middle, I'm sure you know where it is. Yep, yep. Those people are going nowhere and those people are the people that don't you know, like America, they don't. They always find that something's wrong with it, and mm-hmm. they're the they're the problem. They're mm-hmm. the people <laughs> that need to change, and they need to you know figure it out, and they need to get it together, and, and work hard. And the people that are doing things right, um, and working hard, you know, they don't complain because there's no point in complaining. You just have to. Right. If something happens to you, you don't. You know, you take it on the chin, you keep moving forward.
5: That was last that's, week.
4: It's on brand, baby. That was
6: last week. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Good God, Stansy, yeah. What's wrong with it?
4: Uh, go stupid heavy <laughs> guys wearing dresses get off my campus <laughs> yeah uh what's next jen um michigan football oh and uh, not michigan football michigan basketball has an unexpected problem <laughs> details next common man and t-bone on the fan
3: fan traffic from the meister's bar and
1: pizza traffic center Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns on Westerville Road between French Park Drive and Route 161. An accident in that area causing some heavy stop and go traffic, and an accident blocking the right side of the I 71 southbound ramp to I 70 westbound. Please be careful as traffic continues to slow. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson distribution center wants you on their team. Ace's CDL truck driver positions are hiring right now. CBL drivers, Ace Hardware has excellent benefits, generous vacation, 401k match, and end of the year bonuses. Apply at AceHardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
4: These two probably should have
2: stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone.
4: Happy Monday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Bone is on vacation. He is yodeling.
6: He's in the Great Smoky Mountains.
4: Uh, Jen Winters is with me all week long.
6: Buckle up. week. Pack your lunch. It's going to be a long week, kids. And I can't wait.
4: I do have something for you.
6: Oh, are well, you going to play Papa Roach? Because that's not old.
4: I wasn't going to play Papa Roach. Now I am. <laughs>
6: okay, cool.
4: Look at my boobies, Jack. I love that. <laughs> uh, Papa Roach. You know, I was thinking of you this morning. Yeah. As I do every morning. I woke up, thought about Jen Winters. <laughs> I sashayed down to the basement to the stereo. Yes. And I said, what should I listen to today? I said, oh, Jen's coming on the show today.
6: Engelbert Humperdinck.
4: No. Oasis today. Oh. Definitely, baby.
6: That's a good. Is it one of the re-releases and it's got all the extra tracks on it? No, or is it just the OG? Okay, OG. I love. God, I love that album.
4: You love Oasis? I do. You have to post the pictures. Oh, of me, of you with Noel. With Noel.
6: Okay, because
4: first of all, you're very fortunate that you have those pictures. Yeah, I love them. But so much the look on his face. Oh. It's as if someone went up to him and said, "You're not being Noel enough." Can you please give me more Noel? And he does. And he does. Yes. Like you think, oh, what is he doing? Smiling? No. He. Whatever image you have of Noel Gallagher in your head, that's the face he's making in the pictures yes. with Jen.
6: He's got a new album coming out soon. I'm so excited. And we're going to go see him in Cincinnati. He's touring. You think he'll remember you? No, you go absolutely backstage? not. No. Um, he's touring with Garbage and I'm so excited. It's like straight up 90s nostalgia and I can't wait.
4: Garbage.
6: I love Garbage. I love Shirley
4: Manson. Shirley Manson. She's, Butch Vig is the uh, yes. drummer for Garbage. So the
6: last time we saw Garbage they played actually the same time that Noel Gallagher played over at, that was called Promo West Fest and it was right by the arena and it was in that massive green space where the Arch is and it was a two no three day festival and they had two stages set up. It was really cool. I think it was like 2016 and They had a meet and greet. Garbage had a meet and greet and I got to meet Shirley, but Butch was not touring with them. Oh, he wasn't? No, and I was so bummed because I wanted I love Shirley, but that's Butch Vig. Oh, Butch's. Butch's brought us Nirvana. If if you're not familiar
4: with (laughs) Butch Vig, he founded Garbage. Yes. He's the drummer of that band. Yeah. He also was the producer Producer for Nevermind. So he's, he did it all.
6: And like my nineties kid heart, like that's Butch Vig is like right dead center and he wasn't touring with him and I was so sad. She was lovely and adorable and I just, she's got that Scottish accent and she's just fantastic. So I am so excited for this show. I'm glad
4: that you still take joy in this stuff. I do. Like you couldn't get me to one of these things now.
6: Uh, it's, you know what though, it's getting more difficult for me to want to go out to these shows now um especially a festival show it's just
4: dealing with people i can't i can't do it
6: i hate going to massive stadium shows because there are so many people there i would rather go to like a place like ace of cups or the woodlands tavern and a place that holds maybe 100 150 people um and see a band that i like in a smaller venue
4: next month is my wife's 40th birthday oh wow and uh she said to me a while ago
6: yeah i want a big deal
4: and I said, "Well, I'm I'm taking the day off work. Is that a big enough deal?
6: <laughs> no, I'm gonna throw her a party. I want a big.
4: Th- I'm not throwing a party. You're so not. Here, no, here's what I did. I took a couple more days off work. Yeah, we're gonna go to New York.
6: Oh, fun.
4: We're gonna stay in nice hotels. She likes all that. We'll do all the New Yorky things. Yeah, and I got her tickets to see Billy Joel at Madison oh Square Garden. Oh my
6: God, I want to go to that so bad. And I
4: have seen Billy Joel many times. I have too. I enjoy Billy Joel. Love him. The prospect of me." Going to a place where there's 18,000 people and I got to deal with that.
6: Have you ever been to Madison Square Garden, though? No. See, that's that's what what the mindset you should go in with is I know there are going to be a lot of people here, but this is a historic venue. And and I don't know
4: how long he's going to be alive. There either. you go.
6: And I, I know those shows. I mean, he plays everything. So even though we've already seen them, you've seen them yeah. before, I would. That would be fantastic. All right, some
4: problems for Michigan. Hunter Dickinson. He is seven one. He is large. He has scored sixteen hundred points for Michigan. He has entered the transfer portal.
5: Uh oh. And I
4: guess this took a lot of people by surprise. Yeah. At Michigan, that you know he was sort of a lifer there, done it all, and he's going to transfer out. I, I I'm not disappointed. Because the Buckeyes always have problems with these big lurchy yeah. guys who really have no athletic ability other than they're tall. Yeah. But that's got to be a big blow for them. This is a a team that already had a down year yes. by their standards, very down year. And now your big seven one monster guy is transferring out.
6: How much longer do you think Jawan Howard has? Another year. What do you think? I think so. I think maybe one more year. I, I put him in the same kind of
4: category as the whole. Well, man. let me ask you that. Well, I was going to ask you about that. Because a lot of people say, well, you've been bitching and moaning about Holtman. What would you do? If you were Geno, you were making the decision. What would you do? I Would you fire him?
6: No, not. I, I wanted to at points, but after seeing what they were able to do in the Big Ten tournament makes me optimistic for the recruiting cra- class that's coming in for this season. See,
4: that really doesn't change my mind too much. I would give him another year. I wouldn't have fired him. But I think this is the year now where you have to see some positive growth. And And I
6: absolutely think that. And I think Juwan Howard is going to be under the same thing.
4: They they want to win national championships there. Yes. I don't fault their goals. They have a huge history. Absolutely. And I don't know why we can't have that same philosophy here.
6: I mean, we we put our football coaches' feet to the fire. Well, not yet. But no, we will. It's there. Yeah.
4: He he knows what he has to do. I,
6: I would I would hope that the same sense of urgency is felt by basketball fans that is felt by football fans. Speaking of, of the that, university,
4: uh, the Buckeyes scrimmaged this weekend. Football. Yeah, you will hear what Ryan Day had to say about it coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic.
3: From the
1: Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for ramp restrictions. A disabled semi still blocking the right side of the U.S. 33 westbound ramp to the east outer belt southbound. A wrecker is on scene trying to get this cleaned up, but traffic is still stop and go. Please be very careful. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact Ohio 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground lines. It's easy to do, and it's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, CenterPoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas remind you to know what's below. Only an array with fan traffic.
2: If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is, is common man and T Bone.
4: Jen Winters is in for T Bone all week long, and I just heard Paul Keel's talking about this, and I want to bring it up to you, Jen. Yes. Uh, the Braves will retire Andrew Jones' number 25. I love it. This season, longtime center fielder. Um, I have an Andrew Jones story. And I am
6: excited to hear it. Now, you're a big Braves fan. I am. I adore Andrew Explain Jones. Explain to
4: people why you're a Braves
5: fan. I
6: am a Braves fan because my aunt and uncle live, well, my uncle, unfortunately, is no longer with us, but my aunt and some cousins live in Atlanta. I spent almost all of my spring breaks and summer vacations in Atlanta. They had Braves season tickets. We would go. And then my brother, when he was in college, got an internship with Major League Baseball.com. He could pick wherever he wanted for that summer to go. He went to Atlanta. Um, he developed relationships and friendships with with players, Andrew Jones being one of them. Nice. Greg Maddox. Um, oh, was it Mark De La Rosa? Also, um, yeah, just, and Chipper Jones was a super cool dude, which I know he's kind of. People love him or hate him. Um, and I got one chance to go sit in a press box. And I saw a Braves game from the press box with my brother. And it was the greatest day of my life. Well, oh, you
4: have a picture on the field, yes. right? Well,
6: with- I, I, I took a picture of my brother. I didn't take a picture of myself on because I wasn't allowed on the field. I see. But I was allowed in the press box. And um, Trisha Yearwood sang the national anthem.
4: Of course she did.
6: Fantastic. Um I love Garth and Trisha. I'm not a big country music fan, but I love Garth and Trisha. And Kevin Costner was there. Wow. Promoting Tin Cup, I believe, was the movie he was promoting. And so I was in the little commissary area eating a hot dog and Kevin Costner was standing right next to me and I'm freaking out. And my brother's like, you know, you can't say anything to him, like, hey, I love you. Will you sign this? So you didn't talk to him? No, I just stared there. I just I stared at him because like that was my first movie, Star Crush was Kevin Costner did you
4: did you say to him you should have said to him you should have blown his mind yeah you should have said Kevin (laughs) Jen here you may not know this but I'm from the future yes 30 years from now you're going to be on a show called Yellowstone (laughs) on the Paramount Network on TV and he'd say I'm a movie star get the hell out of here here. get out of here have this woman arrested
6: revitalize your career because God why did you make Waterworld you were
4: gone you no one gone. cared about you. Not at all. But now you're back. So anyway, yes. Braves, Braves fan, gym. So
6: yes, that's I love the Braves.
4: Well, maybe if your brother was uh, friends with Andrew Jones, Andrew took him out in the town. Maybe they went to the Gold Club together. Are you oh, familiar with
6: the Gold Club? I, yes. They have good wings.
4: If that's what you say. No,
6: that's I've heard they have better wings than strippers. Okay. Yes.
4: Well, the Gold <laughs> Club was, it's gone now. A gentleman's establishment in Atlanta, and uh, people would go in there to enjoy, I guess, the wings. Yes. And the naked women. And there was uh, something going on on the side, in the back, Uh where there was some prostitute stuff going on. As you do. And so there was a big trial scandal about this, Mm -hmm. where former athletes were called to testify about the type of behaviors that they encountered and participated in. At the Gold Club. Yeah. Patrick Ewing was one of these guys, had to go into court and testify about the Gold Club. And Andrew Jones was one of these guys. Of course, he played in Atlanta. That tracks. It would make sense that he was a frequent visitor of the Gold Club. Good
6: looking man.
4: Uh, He was asked under oath Mr. Jones, can you please tell the courtroom why you frequented the Gold Club? And what did he say? And he responded very matter of factly by saying, because I liked the girl on girl action. Hey. This was on the record. He swore an oath on the Bible. God bless him. Told the truth. Told the truth. Like the girl-on-girl action. So do I, buddy. (laughs) So do I. So maybe your brother was with him. Uh, Maybe. When they were both enjoying the (gasps) girl-on-girl action. Oh,
6: I can't wait to ask him. I'm sure. He'll be honest with you? He'll be honest. Mm
4: -hmm. And they have really good chicken wings. Uh,
6: You know what, though? I think he was under 21. Maybe he was under twenty one then.
4: I don't He's know. He's with Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones can get anybody. That's true. In. Anybody can get in. You walk right in. Can Andrew Jones also just walk around with his glove and uniform on? So they always said, <laughs> no, "Oh look, it's Andrew it's Jones. Andrew Jones. <laughs> Come on in, <laughs> Andrew. Can you put your cleats at the door?" Fine. Uh, Ryan Day and the Buckeyes had a scrimmage this past weekend. Of course, spring practice continues to go on. This is not spring game. This no. is just a scrimmage. When is a spring game, Teddy? I've forgotten. It is a week from Saturday. That's right. And Michigan just had their spring game this past weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh so here's Ryan Day after the scrimmage, what he thought about what he saw. Overall I thought the defense brought it today. I thought they played really well. They Pretty much dominated
9: today's, you know, winner loser. Um and there's a lot of pieces that come with it. We try a couple situations coming out, uh third down, uh, got the ball down on the red zone. So that was good to get that. We'll get on film and keep growing. But um you know, a lot of the young guys are really grinding, sacking days, getting better. But but I thought it was, you know, really good job by the defense today, in particular the defensive line, bunch of sacks.
4: He uh was very complimentary in all of the sound bites yeah. about the defense, and you know that's obviously the the one area yes. we need to see drastic improvement in if this team's going to be successful. Uh, so he was very complimentary about that, knowing that it's you know April first when they had this scrimmage. Yeah. So take it for what you will. But do you think that says more about where the defense is right now, or where the offense isn't right now? That the defense oh, was I dominating. phrase
6: it
5: that way. Well, because
6: we do have a quarterback issue, do I, uh, we not? No, we do. We don't even know.
4: And and, and and I have a quote about that here in a second too. But I, what are you most concerned about this off season? A new quarterback stepping in and taking care of that offense, or the defensive performance again?
6: I'm still worried about the defense. I know that that was the first season for for bulls and things Knowles. Noles sorry and, and Bowles Bowles I was thinking of Jeff Bowles the coach of the well, you know Ohio, what? Ohio University Br- bring, basketball team bring him team. in to coach yes. defense um, but no I we were worried about that all last season it got better but it still needs to improve but if we have Marvin Harrison Jr. needs to be fed and needs to be fed a lot this upcoming season and I'm worried about who's going to be throwing the ball to him well
4: there's a uh there's another one carnell tate is getting a lot of yes press yes uh, people are talking about him this offseason like they talked about marvin harrison jr last, last season. offseason yeah and so you have a couple weapons like that that makes your job easier right but we still don't know who the quarterback's going to be here's ryan day talking about the quarterback competition
9: it's a day-to-day process they're, they're they're growing they're they're learning you know every time you're out there with the first team It's different than when you're a backup. And there are good days, there are not so good days. Uh, And the whole thing is, can you learn from your failures? When you do well, it's great. But we're all going to fail, and that's that's the thing. When you look at the, the elite quarterbacks, whether it's in the NFL or in college, they learn from their mistakes quickly. They don't make the same mistake twice. And so, uh, you know, these guys are making mistakes just like any quarterback would. How quickly can they learn from those mistakes and grow? Uh, you know, it's very hard to tell sometimes in, in a practice like this. It's a little chaotic and everything like that. So, uh, and they're also not live. Uh, but it's all about decision making and moving the team down the field. We'll keep evaluating it. I think there's been some good things. I'd like to see you know one of the two really step step out um, you know i don't think we've seen that yet but um it'd be nice to see kind of one of them kind of separate from the other but that that takes you know a few practices
4: in a row of consistent play i was getting a little nervous there teddy
6: i was too
4: i was waiting for bullwhip i
6: was like where's the well, whip?
4: it wasn't his press conference what's so the difference the bullwhip the follows whip him around
8: well i wasn't aware of that I, w- I only thought it was for press conferences not no. for just regular interviews
4: it's all the does. time if, if if he's being interviewed at the giant eagle in the produce department <laughs> We still need the bull I didn't know we were changing the rules. Okay. That's that still, is it's the, the rule. No, been no, though, I, I got
8: yelled at one time for playing it when. Who yelled uh, at you? Who yelled, who yelled, at, yelled
6: you? at you? Uh, I want it names. was not
4: me. Stop it. Maybe it was oh, it T Bone. Well, he's gone. He's well, dead I will now. I'll slap
6: him silly.
4: Jen's here now. You want to do some golf stuff, Teddy?
6: I would talk about golf. Matt, could That's you right. Update.
4: When last we left you, Teddy, Mm -hmm. Cooch was tied for the lead on Friday. Yes, but... What wound up happening
8: at the Valero Open? He did not win. Corey Connors won, and he kind of walked away with it. Cooch, he fell back on Saturday, I think, a little bit. Well, he made a little surge, then fell back about three shots behind. Cooch went too hard on,
4: on Friday. Yeah,
8: exactly. Wore
4: out Cooch. Yeah.
8: And then I hate that. he finished, I think, three shots, three or four shots back of the lead. Oh, so okay. he well, was a top, right. top five finish, he I believe. He walked out with some
4: good prize money. He well, did.
8: And he walked out with all of it, of course.
6: Because <laughs> he, he didn't have that caddy he didn't, that caddy. he didn't tip the caddy. Well, no. And you know what sucks, though? If he would have won, that would have guaranteed him a spot in Augusta this weekend. But since he did not win, oh, right. we're going to have a coochless Masters.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: And that bums me out. Because a, I love golf in the Masters, mm-hmm. and B, I love me some cooch. Well, we all do. <laughs> Who doesn't?
4: <laughs> Are you a big golf person? I love golf. I didn't realize that. I about do. You.
6: Yeah, I. It, my grandparents loved golf, and I just remember spending Sundays at their house and watching Jack Nicholas and so Arnold this So this is
4: a good week for you. It is. You. This is
6: a very fun week for me. I love, we get the finals of the men's and women's basketball, and then we go into, I love the par three on Wednesday. I love to watch that. And then, yes, I cannot wait to watch the Masters this well, weekend. Well, that's
4: interesting, because I want to get your take on... You know there's all obviously the masters are the masters but right. now you have the whole live golf situation yeah. surrounding this where you have live players playing there in this are tournament
6: 18 I believe playing um this weekend. All right, I want
4: to ask you about that. Plus one NFL team is in store for a home makeover. Ooh. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and
1: Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for some heavy stop-and-go delays on Route 315 southbound near Kinnear Road. An accident in that area? Traffic is backed up from Ackerman Road. Please be careful as cars continue to slow, but a 15-minute delay is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Insperity, providing scalable HR services, access to better benefits, payroll, and HR technology for over 35 years. Insperity's mission is to help businesses succeed so communities prosper. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. Visit insperity.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
2: The only thing scarier than Bone's analogies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you wanted to see this. This is Common Man
4: and T-Bone. Jen Winters is uh, in for T-Bone all week long. Do you subscribe to the podcast? Of course I do. Of course you do because you're a fine American. And I want you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you are. Go to wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bone, and you'll see our dumb pictures come up. Click subscribe. Click. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling.
6: And good job on that
4: uncensored. That was fun. Did you like that? I thoroughly enjoyed see, I it. I never know if people like to hear stuff like that. I love you know?
6: I mean, I like... I like stuff like that. I mean, so. you're in
4: the radio business, though, so maybe you're jaded. <laughs> you
6: sounds, are now. I know. It just sounds funny because that was like a long time
4: ago. And and
6: oh, yeah, I am. Look at me now. You're
4: speaking on the radio right now. I am speaking you're on the radio. You're in the radio I business. Have, I have
6: headphones on my head. Yeah. Yeah.
4: All right. Well, if you enjoy the, the Uncensored podcast, let us know, and we'll do some more of those things once in a while. And I know that, you know, a lot of you want Leanna on my podcast. I have an podcasts. idea. What's your idea?
6: I want to sit... Or not sit down with Le- Leanna. It's not like she's here, wherever she's calling in from Detroit. I want an hour with her to talk about music. Just you and her. Yes, because her musical tastes and mine are closely aligned, and I just want to talk to her about like her favorite concerts, what her favorite bands are, some of their her favorite albums and songs. Um, I just want to be friends with Leanna. You know <laughs> what else? It's really cool. Leanna is
4: interested in. <laughs> Uh, she is interested in and is very knowledgeable about medieval medicine. Yes. Yeah.
6: Yeah. But she thought it was creepy that I love um, Jack the Ripper. She did? Yeah, which I thought was a little I weird. Thought that'd but be right I thought that right up her alley. It. I can look past it. So
4: what is your fascination with Jack the Ripper?
6: I just like that this guy was able to horribly murder and mutilate these Whores you in, like, in the 1800s. You like that? Yeah, and he taunted the police, and he never got caught. And I like all of the 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 conspiracy theories as to who people think Jack the Ripper. Well, a lot is. of people
4: think that he came to New York yes. and, and killed in New York. Yes. So you're saying the whores were asking for it? Yes.
3: That's what-
6: <laughs> oldest ah! profession in the world uh, they were asking for it? Anyway, you got any so, gum? Any, oh, all right. it, it, can we have a discussion sometime about Norm MacDonald and David Letterman too? Because
4: I like how you got that reference. Dude,
6: my brother and I say that all the time. And since you, I, I'm like, oh my gosh, Common Man knows it too.
4: Oh, of course I know it's it. It's like
6: one of my favorite things. Norm MacDonald, like to me, was my, he was the best. I'm still so sad that he's no longer with us. Just
4: if, if you don't know what we're talking about, oh, just Google. Norm, and then Letterman, and Gum. It's so good. It's so, so good. You have to be of a certain generation, too. I think so. Because there's a lot of uh, people listening to us that never had any... They never watched David Letterman. No. They had no clue.
6: I DVR'd him. I videotaped him. I loved him.
4: Oh, I loved him, too. I was a a Conan guy, and I was a Dave guy.
6: So for me, it's Conan is number one. Dave is number two, just because of extenuating circumstances. His little extracurricular things were a little iffy for me. Right,
4: that's not pleasant. And but now he's grown a big he's beard, grown a beard, and no be- one remembers any exactly.
6: of that. And I love and adore Craig Ferguson, so he was my third. Yeah, I know. You were... I never got into Craig love, Ferguson. I love him because he was weird and didn't fit the mold of a traditional talk show host. And my favorite thing would be the guest would come sit down and he'd have his cards of questions. He would rip them up and throw them away. I'll
4: tell you one of my favorite things from love Craig Ferguson. Him. And I was not a big watcher of his. He was a little bit too out there for me. That's
6: why he's just fantastic. But...
4: There was a thing where celebrities would come in Mm -hmm. and they would voice the robot. Yes, Craig Ferguson used to have a robot sidekick, Jeff Peterson, and celebrities would come in and they would be the voice of the robot. Larry King. Larry Larry King. (laughs) Larry King did it at least once, and it was he was really funny. It's
6: on YouTube. There are people on YouTube who have been able to find old episodes, so I've been able to go back and just like watch the whole series all over again, and it just makes me. Miss him even more because he's so just out there and did well. Didn't Ferguson's care. still alive, well, yeah. And he's, he's supposedly going to have a short show, uh, that's going to be syndicated every night during the week. It's a half hour and it's going to be kind of like Talk Soup, basically.
4: What, it, where's it going to be?
6: It, it's syndicated, so I don't know who's going to pick it up. And, and so just
4: on terrestrial TV, yeah, okay, yeah.
6: And I'm, I, I just, yeah, he's my
4: favorite. All I love right. him so much. Uh, what was I going to say to you? I want to talk to you about the 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 golf Masters and stuff like that. There is an NFL team that needs a home renovation. So the Minnesota Vikings, U.S. Bank Stadium is where they play. This brand new stadium opened way back in 2016. So old. How old were you in 2016? You were probably just a fetus. I was 38. 2016. Wow. Uh, The Minneapolis Star Tribune reports that the stadium will need $280 million in maintenance over the next decade. Within the next year, forty-eight million will be required. Uh, the Minnesota Sports Facilities Authority chair, Michael Vekich, said, "Is there significant or sufficient money to cover this?" The answer to that is no. The stadium's capital improvement fund currently sits at only sixteen million dollars. So they say they'll need two hundred and eighty million. They only have sixteen million. That's crazy. Well, look, man, as we continue to Build these very high tech elaborate stadiums that cost billions of dollars, yeah when you renovate a house that costs two hundred grand, you could renovate the entire house, but it 's not going to be the same renovation cost as no. a house that costs two million dollars right things are just more expensive. The quality of the finishes is different when you have a stadium that you 've built for one point five billion dollars, two billion dollars, whatever it is. The maintenance costs are going to be much higher, right. Than their hundred million dollar counterpart that you're replacing. Well,
6: and that stadium is encased in glass, and they've had nothing but issues with birds. Well, the birds flying, flying into the into glass, the damn glass. That was that was
4: a problem. I don't know how they solved the problem, but when the stadium first opened, yes. you're exactly right. People would walk outside the stadium, and there'd be collections of dead birds, birds. outside <laughs> the stadium because they're flying into the grass or glass, breaking their necks, yes. and killing themselves. Yeah.
6: So we have that, and then yeah, that's it's just crazy to think about because it was such a hyped thing. Because we all know what happened to the Metrodome, <laughs> we all remember that the, the snow collapsing.
4: That's right, I forgot and destroying all about it. that. And
6: fortunately, no one was in there. It was overnight, It had a huge snowstorm, and they had to play games for a couple seasons where the Gophers play football.
4: All right, Augusta, Augusta. Uh, Masters this week. You surprised me earlier by saying you're a big golf I fan. Love
6: me some golf.
4: So you have the the live golfers, yes, participating in this, and you know most of the live guys and the PGA guys no like each other. No, Rory McElroy is going for his first Masters title. Yeah, okay. was a runner up last year, yep. but he's famous for no likey live. Right, Tiger no likey live. Nope. Uh, but now all these guys have to coexist together. Do you like the fact that the live guys get to play in this just because it adds to the drama? I like
6: the drama, but at the same time, I, they made their beds. So they should sleep in it when it comes to, you know, you're, you're leaving the PGA and you're going to this new yeah, thing. See, I never
4: understood that. I said that at the time. You've made your choice. Yeah. All right. No one's saying this league, at least I'm not saying this league shouldn't exist. They're willing to pay you this money and you're working three days a week and all this other, you got the thumpity thump DJ out there and your
5: blood
6: on your hands from taking that money, whatever, Whatever.
4: you've made that decision, but then they're all upset that they can't also play in the sandbox with stuff like this. Yeah.
6: Well, and the thing is the masters can basically do whatever it is they want to do. And so they said, no, we will, we will invite them back. And so there were 18 of them, including people who have won the Masters in the past, like Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, um, Bubba Watson. Um, and then last year, Cameron Smith, who won the Open, yeah. I, which still it boggled my mind that he wa- wins the Open, right? He's number one in the PGA, and then he just defects to live. Like immediately after winning that. Was it immediately?
4: A couple months after. Like, it, right? it
6: wasn't that long after. Yeah, yeah. And it's still just weird. So we've got 18 guys, and these 18 guys are all going to be at Scotty Scheffler's dinner. And that's. It's so funny. You think they're
4: all going to sit together like at the live table? That's
6: what I'm wondering. I just want to be a fly on the wall or just a catering like waitress. I want to be in there. I want to see everything that happens. I just
4: wonder if it's like, you know, you're seating for a wedding. Yes. And you're like, well, I can't put this person. I can't to put this person here. And, you got to push this. You know, oh, that, I wonder yes. if Liv's going to have their own section <laughs> in look. the banquet room.
6: And so they'd be back by the bar. <laughs> That's where I would put them.
4: <laughs> they'd probably prefer it
6: i think so that's why i would do it because then they would start to like do more more bring up more drama i just can we just talk about how much i hate patrick reed that guy's terrible but
4: he's, well, he's the one that who's suing everybody
6: yeah, right? yeah yeah and i just uh i see his face and i want to punch it so i'm excited i love that there's drama in golf Of so you all don't think things. they should
4: be there but you approve of the drama
6: i approve of the drama i mean the masters is going to do what the masters is going to do they don't care yeah um So they won't be at anything else, probably, but who knows?
4: Jason's Beef (laughs) with our guy Jason Stark coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan.
3: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
1: Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the left lane of the East Outer Belt, 270 local lanes northbound after Morse Road. Traffic is bumper-to-bumper as they work to get this clear, and more stop-and-go delays on Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and King Avenue, an accident blocking the right lane. This traffic report is sponsored by GetRefunds.com. It's about time small businesses like yours got the help you deserve. GetRefunds.com can find out if your business qualifies for ERC assistance in less than 8 minutes. It may be eligible for up to $26,000 per employee. Go to Refunds.com to get started. That's getrefunds.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Attention.
2: He likes baseball, he likes solar eclipses, he likes Shohei Otani, but he loves roast beef sandwiches. It's time for Jason's Beef with everyone's favorite baseball writer, podcaster, author, and former mustache owner,
3: Jason Stark. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Don't go through another air conditioner breakdown. For fast, friendly service, call the experts at Logan Services now for a free estimate and next day air installation.
4: He's a Hall of Fame. We talk to him every single Monday. Vince McMahon has his mustache now. It is Jason's Beef with our guy, Jason Stark. Hello, my friend. Hello, Mike. Uh, Rule changes. So I mean, you've seen a weekend in practice so far. We talked about the rule changes last week, but what have you seen the first three, four ball games that either tells you this is working or we still don't know yet?
10: (laughs) What? Well, I you know, I'm look, I'm incredibly excited about this season for many reasons, but the rule changes are definitely at the top of that list. And so far, look, the clock works. Um average time a game last year was three hours and six minutes. And this year it's two thirty eight. I mean we're almost down a half an hour. I'm I'm sure it won't be quite that swift um as we go along, but the average to have the average game down 28 minutes uh, it's like it's a game-changing a life-changing development um the other thing that really stuck out is all the stolen bases yeah all the base dealing um we're uh, just about one and a half stolen bases a game uh it was 1.8 a game in spring training so if we stay at this level it would be the most stolen bases since 1999. But if we get to the spring training level, it would be the most since 1919. Um, we're, you know, We're looking at, at, just at this pace, 1,000 more stolen bases. I am all in on that. What do you attribute
4: um, that to the most? Do you think it's the bigger bases? Do you think it's the disengagement rules now where pitchers can only go over to first base a certain amount of time? Or is it a combination of both?
10: I, I think it's mostly the disengagement rules. It's a little bit the larger bases. Um, you know, the, the, the bases m- make a difference in giving the runner more, like a larger area to slide, especially when they go head first. And, you know, in some of these bang-bang plays, it it certainly enables them to beat throws they wouldn't have beat. It's four and a half inches closer now. Um, but in general, the jumps have been just ridiculous. So I think you're going to see even more base stealing than this. The, the success rate right now is 83, percent and if that keeps up, stolen bases are going to explode. and And doesn't that make for a more entertaining sport? I think so.
6: Have you talked to any of the players about the countdown clock countdowns by the crowd, oh, yeah. and and how I that do. is, <laughs> like how they <laughs> feel about that?
10: Um, you know, this is it's it, it's funny, Jen. I it's probably maybe eight years ago, something like that, that I wrote a piece talking to players about this very topic. when the, It was when the clock was first being tossed around and they were really afraid that this is what would happen, that the clock would be ticking down and fans would be chanting, but not accurately. <laughs> like like <laughs> Duke, Duke played Carolina or <laughs> I, I don't know, Ohio, Ohio State and Michigan, whatever. And so, uh, the fact that that's actually happening, uh, you know, I think it's kind of fun. There are giant clocks everywhere in big league parks. I think it's pretty easy to look at them and not hear the fake countdown, but what do I know?
4: Jason's beef with our guy Jason Stark here on the fan. The one—I like what I've seen so far. I was leery about the clock. the The one thing that I like so far is the crispness of these games. Like you said, there's more running. The timing is better. The one thing that I'm nervous about is postseason play and how those moments, those dramatic moments in postseason play can get drawn out even when nothing is happening with a pitcher staring in at a batter and maybe stepping off the rubber and building that tension. Can you see a situation down the road where, like we have the ghost runner, and that's a regular season rule. Can you see where the clock goes away in the postseason?
10: I don't think that's out of the question. To be honest with you, Mike, um, you know, my friend Ken Rosenthal wrote a column about this in the Athletic today, uh, and the two of us were talking about it yesterday. Um, look, I think the great moments, the dramatic moments, are are still great and still dramatic, no matter how long they take. Um, but it, it it's funny. I this spring. Uh, I mentioned this very thing to A.J. Hench, who's the manager of the Tigers now, but has obviously managed a lot of postseason games in Houston. And he said to me, when Patrick Mahomes was driving for the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, did they turn off the clock? No. And it was still great. It was still dramatic. Why should we be doing that? And it's, it's something to think about. But, like, if I were in charge, here's what I would do. I would have each team have the ability to turn off the clock for three plate appearances every game. Mm. What do you
4: think? I like that. That's that's interesting. Uh, I wonder how it would be used. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to think, you know, would you would you save them all to the end? Would, would, I would.
0: That's what
10: I would I do. Mean, look, maybe if it's bases loaded, fifth inning, um, Jose Ramirez up. High game, Guardians Twins. Yeah, maybe I'd do it then. But I think in general, you would save them for the biggest moments, late in the game. But if it looks like it's a close game, I'd, that's what I would do. Well, the other but thing that I wonder if I is, I suggested it, it'll never happen.
4: Who would uh, who would be turning off the clock? Would it be the hitter? Would it be the pitcher? Because um, you know, the hitters need to be engaged at a certain point too. Maybe they need to take an extra second.
10: I I, I think you'd have more hitters do it than pitchers. I've heard more complaining about the clock from hitters than pitchers. Uh, I I can't remember exactly who this was. This was early in spring training, but I I was talking to a player who, uh, a hitter who had gone through it at bat and it it was one of his first with the clock. And he said, I was exhausted after that bat because it felt like it was moving so fast. And he, he, he said, I need to talk to our mental skills coach because all they ever tell you is slow the game down. How the heck are we supposed to slow the game down when the clock is ticking so fast?
4: Well, and I remember a guy like, you know, Paul Canerco and other other batters did this, too, where he had a certain ritual routine where he had to step out of the box. He had to put his bat sort of between his legs and readjust his batting gloves every Uh, single pitch. And, you know, these guys are creatures of habit. You know, for someone who's that invested in a routine, it's a tough transition.
10: It is um I mean players really have to reprogram their brains. They have to reprogram a lifetime full of routine and habits. But
4: I
2: don't
10: know anybody who misses the batting glove stick.
4: Oh no, um, trust me as a fan no. I don't I don't miss it. <laughs> no, I'm just talk. looking at it from the hitter's perspective. <laughs> right, but but if you think about Trout and
10: Otani last at bat of the World Baseball Classic no clock, uh every one of those pitches took longer than it would take with the clock right, and it was still great and you know I thought this for a long time that there are certain moments in a baseball game because it doesn't have a clock that you don't mind if time freezes and the drama hangs over the moment and I, I had a great chat with Max Scherzer in spring training in which he said look th- this is this is different than football this is different than basketball because those sports are timed we don't have a clock for the time. We have a clock for the pace. And that's. And it was an interesting distinction that I think is 100% accurate.
4: Jason's beef with our guy Jason Stark here on The Fan. For about a 15-year stretch, I made every single opening day at Comiskey Park to see the White Sox. And the weather covered the gamut from 80 degrees and wonderful, once that happened, to... <laughs> It was so whatever the temperature was before sleet changed to snow, it was that temperature. And I'm sitting under a blanket, and they called the game eventually after an hour before it even started. Of us just sitting there, and it was so cold we didn't even want to leave. That's how cold it was because the thought of walking to the parking lot was so excruciating. What is your what is your most memorable opening day experience?
10: Yeah, I've seen a lot of opening days. Uh, I was at a uh, opener in Colorado one year where it was seventy five and sunny during batting practice and snowing by the third inning. But <laughs> let, let, let me tell you about, about a really crazy opening day. This was two thousand ten in Washington. It was Roy Halladay's first game as a Phillies, so he goes out and he dominates, of course, and the Phillies I, won. I think it was eleven to one. You know, it was cool to see holiday work his magic. Plus, it was a nice little one o'clock game with the sun shining. I wouldn't say the game was that legendary. But then I go out for dinner with a friend of mine in downtown D.C. Not at Arby's, by the way.
4: Well, that's and, a shame. Uh,
10: yeah, I don't know what we were thinking. but So we're eating at a table next to the window. The window looks out on the street. Next thing we know police are outside the window, and they're chasing down a group of kids, I guess is the word, and so that gets our attention, and it's a good thing it did, because now there's a wrestling match, one of these kids and one of the policemen, and Mike, I swear this is true. The two of them come flying right through the window onto our dinner table, (laughs) along with the, the shutters around the window. And because we're watching, we see them coming, so we, we lurched out of the way, barely in time, but I have never moved so fast in my life, and I'm not sure my heart has ever pounded that hard. Well, here's the, here's the question, life. though.
4: Did you get your meal comped? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, that was the best part. They gave us free dinner. All right, beautiful. All right. <laughs> Jason, we appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk next Thank week. You. Sounds great. Jason's Beef on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
3: From the Meister's
1: Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still blocking the right lane of Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and King Avenue. Traffic is stop and go. Plan about a 10-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week Randy Millette, Laborers Local 83 Portsmouth. Randy is a 25-year member working at FBB. Build Ohio right. Build it union. I'm Leanna Ray with fan
0: traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?
4: Buckeye Roundtable coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of Buckeye Roundtable, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Happy is
0: this, Monday. Is this
7: the finale of Buckeye Roundtable? This is the penultimate oh. Buckeye Roundtable. The parameum? Yeah. Buckeye Roundtable? I <laughs> oh <my God.
6: laughs>
7: One tonight and one next Monday. And then oh. that's it. Show's over. It's done. It's gone.
6: Until football season. It's
7: over. So football season, right? And I won't be on that.
4: No, that's no, that's big boy Buckeye roundtable.
7: That's the big league. You're at the kiddie table uh, right. right now. I am minor league Buckeye
4: roundtable yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Whitney Johns. Whitney Johns. I'll tell you what. You know what this guy does to me all the time? What? All <laughs> no, he does. He now does it to me. Is send me wire. He's got an ass fetish. Liar.
6: The the Instagram girls. If he
4: sees an Instagram girl (laughs) with a large ace, he is sending it to me. (laughs) I know when when his text comes up. I know exactly what it is.
6: Oh, it's an Instagram link. Let's go. Wow.
4: Timmy's got a type. And that type is ace. 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 That Veronica Vaughn is one one
7: piece piece of of Ace. ace. I know from, from experience. experience. You don't. All right. I mean, let's, we, we're doing the whole you thing. Don't. Uh,
4: what's coming up on the Roundtable Show? Uh, coming up
7: tonight, it's going to be a good one. Uh, Tyvis is actually going to join me. Haven't had him on the show yet this fall season. We'll talk about some spring football and his memories, getting ready for it in that last week buildup as a player. Paul Keels will give some of his thoughts on this football team this spring, and How he's preparing. He's got a show coming up on the network next Wednesday. So be looking out for that. And then, of course, they will do the trickiest broadcast in sports. Spring game time. Which is calling the spring game. As a play-by-play guy, it can be a nightmare with everything switching around. Uh, A lot more coming up as well. Final, you talk about a finale. Last chat we'll have this year with Kevin McGuff. I know they played last week, but he was watching the Final Four, and I heard you guys talking about it. A lot of buzz around the women's game, and what a great show it was this weekend.
4: Buckeye Roundtable, top of the hour. Then it is title game coverage starting at 8. Ace. Ace ace back page.
2: <laughs> the back page the back page with common man and t-bone
3: sponsored by care heating and cooling when you need a company you can trust call 1-800-COOLING Jen
4: Winters you have 45 seconds uh, don't oh. worry
6: it's not very long It's this is for you did you know that the cast minus uh, Fred Savage's brother Ben Savage celebrated Mr. Feeney's 96th birthday over the weekend. You know that Ben
4: Savage is running for Congress? Yes,
6: I had no idea. But they celebrated with, um, with Mr. Feeney. I can't remember his name. I'm looking at it right now. William, William Daniels. William Daniels, who was the voice of Kit on Knight Rider. That's right. Also, so, he Terrace, and his
4: wife, Swingers.
6: Oh, oh. Really?
7: Yes. In their elder years or all the time? No, wow. before, before, okay. Before, yeah.
6: So, yeah, happy birthday, Mr. Feeney. Happy birthday. Mr. Feeney.
4: Buckeye Roundtable is coming up next. NCAA title game is at 8. We'll see you tomorrow. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
3: From the Meister's Bar and
1: Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on both sides of the east outer belt of 270 at the local lanes northbound after Morse Road. Traffic is stop and go in this area. Please be careful as cars continue to slow. This traffic report is sponsored by Vision Zero. Speed matters when it comes to preventing fatal car crashes on Columbus streets. Even small decreases in speed can help save a life. Learn how you can do your part by visiting columbus.gov slash vision zero now. I'm Anna Ray with Fan Traffic.
7: Neighbors or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all cash offer at 614.
0: 614- Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax.